1: Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano.
0: Today is Thursday, June 23rd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, a New York woman was rescued from a hostage situation Sunday after sending a note to a restaurant through a Grubhub delivery order, according to police, in a statement from the restaurant. Please call police. He's going to call me when you delivered. come with the cones. Please don't make it obvious. A woman wrote in the additional instruction portion of her order uh, to the clipper truck in the Bronx, according to a Facebook post at the um, on the restaurant's Facebook page. Uh, the post said that she ordered before 5 a.m. I've often heard of this happening, but never thought that it would happen to us. Thankfully, we were open and able to help her, it said. The New York City Police Department said officers responded mm-hmm. to the scene at about 6.20. The suspect, Kamoy Royal, was arrested on charges of rape, strangulation, criminal sex act, unlawful imprisonment, menacing, assault, criminal possession of a weapon, and sexual abuse. The victim is 24 years old, according to police. Now, Royals also accused of attempting to rape a 26-year-old on June 15th and is being charged in that incident as well. 20-year-old Elisa Barmejo, whose parents own the clipper truck, said she arrived at the store after the incident. Two women, one in her 40s and one in her 20s, fielded the note and called uh, the father who owns the restaurant for guidance because the message was somewhat incoherent. He instructed them to cancel the order for a cheeseburger and an Irish breakfast sandwich and Send it to police instead," he said. "Call nine one one, whether it's fake or not. Better just uh, get them out there," she said. That was the best thing for her," Burmejo said of the victim. The police ended up showing up instead of the delivery driver.
3: Sorry, uh, caviar fairly often, and they do have that little comment or special request yeah. box. Uh, and uh, a lot of times they would say that they won't read, you know, the whatever restaurant you're ordering from won't pay attention, won't accommodate special orders. The fact that this went through, and the yeah. guy finally just said, "Let's just do it anyway." That's awesome.
2: Well, Burmejo said that the Clipper truck is known as kind of a neighborhood watch because the brick-and-mortar restaurant is open 24 hours a day, and its food truck has been operating in the community for 18 years. They said, like, people will come late night to get food. Right. And they'll, like, call them Ubers or taxis, like, help them. So they're they're known in the community. Cool. So uh, this poor person, yeah, I guess maybe that's why she, you know, they ordered from there and she was right. able to get them <clears throat> Smart thinking, man. Yeah. 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 Desperate search and rescue operations are underway in eastern Afghanistan following an earthquake that killed more than a 1,000 people, a heavy blow to a country already facing a dire economic and humanitarian crisis. The magnitude 5.9 quake struck during the early hours of Wednesday near the city of coast by the Pakistan border. At least 1,500 people have been reported injured, but officials warn the toll is likely to rise as many families were sleeping in flimsy houses, uh, housing structures when the quake hit. Many homes in the area are made of mud, wood, and other materials vulnerable to weather damage and the quake coincided with heavy uh, monsoon rains adding to the danger of collapse. Most of the deaths have been reported in the uh, Patika Providence, a rural and mountainous region. About 2,000 homes were thought to have been destroyed according to the United Nations. Some people spent the night uh, sleeping in makeshift outdoor shelters as rescuers scoured for survivors by flashlight. Medics and emergency staff from around the country are converging on the site with assistance from some international agencies such as the World Health Organization. However, help may be limited as organizations pulled out of the aid-dependent country after the Taliban seized power last August. The Taliban government deployed emergency resources including several helicopters and dozens of ambulances and offered compensation to victims' families. It uh, has also called for foreign aid, pleading for the generous support of all countries, international organizations, individuals, and foundations on Wednesday. Summer break just started, but a New Jersey high school student already accomplished something seemingly impossible. Asher Boyskin set foot in 35 countries in six countries continents in less than 24 hours. Wow. What? Well, he was on a mission to break a record. Uh, so a few months ago, he says, I was looking at the Guinness World Records for the most countries visited in one day. A group of people in Europe managed to visit 19 countries in one day. With just a $200 budget, the 16-year-old rising junior at Cherry Hill High School's East got creative. As it turns out, the U.S. Department of State officially counts embassies as countries. So theoretic- theoretically, uh, if I went to Washington, D.C. and went to all of these embassies, then I I would be entering foreign soil, that he son said. Of a bitch. And that's what he did. No, that's smart. It, that's took creative. Him f- it took him four months to make 49 appointments uh, all in one business day. He said, I started at 8 30 and I ended at 6 p.m., but I couldn't get to all of them uh, in that time frame because of traffic, he said. Uh, Boyskin made it to 35 embassies and got passport stamps in 32. <laughs> the hospitality of these embassies was incredible, he said, recalling the sweets and pastries and tea that he was served at various countries. The last one, he said, he went to Ukraine, and I gave my wishes to the Ukrainian people. That's a
3: really cool thing to do. He
2: he hopes to visit all of the countries in person one day. As for the Guinness World Record, it stands at 47 embassies visited in one day, uh, and uh, Boyskin only made it to 35. Unfortunately, I didn't break the record, but I did set the record for the most embassies visited in D.C., he said. I also set the record for the most countries visited as an American citizen. It's also no surprise, but he says that he wants to be a diplomat in the future. Uh Nice. In sports this morning... (laughs) The Phillies lost to the Rangers 4-2 last night in Texas. With two outs after an error in the second, Brad Miller hit a two-run single against his former team, and Cole Calhoun uh, also drove in two runs as the Rangers won their ninth game in a row over the Phillies, dating back to 2014. Zach Wheeler lost for the first time in his last 10 starts. Next up for the Phillies is a four-game series in San Diego against the Padres. Ranger Suarez will get the start tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for 9:40. In the Stanley Cup Finals, the Colorado Avalanche beat the Lightning three to an overtime last night in Tampa Bay. The Avs are now on the brink of their first Stanley Cup title since 2001 thanks to Nazim Kadri's overtime goal. Kadri scored at 12.02 uh, of the extra period to give Colorado the win in Game 4 of the finals and move the Avalanche within a win of their first championship in over two decades. The series shifts back to Colorado tomorrow night for Game 5 and the puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And former NFL defensive tackle Tony Siragusa, known for his playing career as the Goose, died at at the age of just 55. Siragusa's death was confirmed by Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay, who said in a tweet that he was heartbroken, as is all Colts nation. Siragusa played 12 seasons and retired from the NFL after 2001. After his playing days, he was si- he was a sideline analyst for Fox Sports from 2003 to 2015. No word yet on the cause of his death. Mm, wow. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: All right, thanks so much, Kathy. We're getting started on a uh, Thursday morning. We welcome you. We got some stuff. It's always exciting when we walk into the studio and we see all these Extra microphones and equipment set up uh, in the corner. And a lot. <laughs> that means we've got live music here in the studio today. Yes, we do. The band that we'll be performing. Everclear. Yeah. So they're <laughs> stopping in. I'm looking forward to this. I was
3: uh, doing some Everclear listening yesterday. Just, you know, listening to some old music.
0: Great band. Absolutely. And they're playing tonight with Fastball and the Nixons. as this 30th <laughs> anniversary tour. It's a great bill. Uh, that they're doing, yeah. So uh, tickets, I guess you can go to uh, KeswickTheater.com and grab some if there are any remaining. Uh, but Art Alexakis and company will be here in the studio today around 9 o'clock. It's going to be cool. We also have uh, Comedian Ron Punches. Uh, who is going to be performing at uh, Punchline Philly. And um, he's not only a comedian, he's an actor. He was in Bob's Burgers, yes. uh, AP Bio, right. uh, with Glenn Howerton, and a bunch of other things. So we'll talk to Ron uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. And uh, we're just getting ready for a live broadcast tomorrow for the, uh, I Bleed for Presidency Blood Drive. We'll be at the Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks, and then Pierre Robert's broadcasting live. Uh, but down at um, the other location, at Live, Uh, Sarah Parker, Jackie Bam Bam, Brent Porsche, they will all be there, too. So we're getting set for a big day tomorrow on top of what we have planned for today. So let's get things underway. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. And when we return, the stupid question with some freebies and some entertainment stories to pass along to
4: you. Stay there. We'll be back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we do stupid question, I'm just going to start
0: with something else and and just say that uh, I'm in a mood today. Oh, no. I I don't know why I just woke up in a mood, one of those moods. Really? But something has helped me. What? And I want to say thank you. Oh, my God. Casey got me some coffee. And I want to say thank you (laughs) for getting me this beloved... (laughs) <laughs> cup of coffee it means so much. Aww. I love you. Man.
2: You should hug him.
5: Oh, <laughs> should. And you know I what? Just, I'm hugging his mouth right now. I'm yes. hugging his mouth as esophagus. Oh, you love a mouth hug. Yeah, I love a mouth hug. Yeah. Mm. And he's, he's
3: using his uh, his mug with your license picture on That's it right. in celebration of That's you. That's right. That's yeah. love,
0: folks, right there. I have his picture on my coffee mug. And cheers to all those there this morning. It. But no, it's helping. I don't know why. Oh. You ever you, you just wake up and you're like, I'm in a bad mood. No particular reason, nothing to make me in a bad mood, but I'm just there. Oh, yeah? But thank you. How many 3 putts yesterday? Just a couple of them. Okay. All right, so anyway, (laughs) uh, we're going to ask the stupid question this morning, and we're going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And the correct answer uh, to this question, we'll get it. In the Tom Petty song, Free Fallin', the girl is a big fan of this singer. Mm-hmm. Ah. 215263WMMR. You know, they never mention her name. She's just the girl in the song. So let's see if you know uh, what singer she was a big fan of. 215263WMMR. Again, the song is free following. Let's see if you know the answer. Today is Thursday, June 23rd. We got a few birthdays to mention. Uh, we'll start with one that, I mean, if you had a samurai sword and an opportunity to yeah. get an autograph. Oh, yeah. You're not not going to get his autograph because it is Randy Jackson's birthday today, and he did play bass with Journey.
6: Did we just become best friends. Yep.
0: Yep. He was a bass player for Journey on the, uh, I believe, the Raised on Radio. So uh, he okay. uh, he has well, a, at least a tour. He was. I'm not sure right. if a studio or not. Like but. a real career as a musician. Oh did yeah. He, he also produced. Did he not? Uh, oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but the thing about it, when he did, when he did play with Journey. Uh, he was on the heavier side of things. Yes. And I remember seeing video of him playing with Journey, and he was in like a full body. Like I was talking yesterday, it's Todd Rundgren's birthday. Right. He was in a full body spandex suit. That's not a good look. Did not work on Randy Jackson. But it does matter. He's a great bass player, and uh, the music is what that. <laughs> Do you look like one of the Fruit of the Loom guys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Man. There's got to be pictures of him somewhere uh, in, in his days in Journey in Spandex. But, uh, he is 66 years old today, and he certainly has had a great career. Yes, he has. Uh, speaking of a great career, Frances McDormand celebrates ah. her birthday today. The actress, uh, she's 65. I watched her a couple times in
3: uh, Almost Famous. Yeah, yeah. she's great in she's that. She's great as the mom. Yep. Did you know anybody
5: watch Nomadland yet? No, no. Okay. What did you
0: say about that?
5: Like it's it was just hard? a re- well. I, it's it's impressive because most of the people in the movie are like aren't aren't actors. They're actually people that aren't uh, real nomads. Nomads. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just one of those movies that like you just have to watch it once. Okay. And then you're good, you know, okay. because it's just got such a mood to it. I heard it's a lot like Beethoven. It's yeah. not anything. dog movie, nothing yeah, yeah. like Beethoven. Oh. That movie, movie, movie is delightful. That movie, is uh, it's one of my favorite dog <laughs> movies
0: ever. Nick, what were you gonna
5: ask about Francis McDormand?
7: Oh, the scene where she's on the phone with Russell and she's uh, just telling him how to live his life and it's yeah. not, it's not too late for you, Russell. Yeah. And and like that whole I I've, I've watched that scene a million times, but like the way that she delivers it and he just sits there and Yes, ma'am. Yes. I, I like the rolling joke about uh,
0: I just got off the phone. <laughs> Kind of freaked me out. <laughs> woman, uh, and, and somebody at the at the, the hotel
3: does uh-huh. as well. Right. Yeah. And and
0: uh, uh, the kid is like, she means well, right? Oh.
3: Right. That guy in the in the in the hotel, Preston is Eric Stonestreet yes. from uh, Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I yeah. would have to
0: go back and yeah, see yeah, that yeah. to to pick up on that. Wow, <laughs> uh, but she's great in uh, in Fargo and Laurel Canyon and uh, Something's Got to Give. A lot of great movies. So she is. I think it was Something's Got to Give.
7: Yeah. The, yes. uh, the one in the Hamptons? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like
0: Beethoven. Sh- sh- it's, it's, it's a lot like that. Happening. I remember the dog. <laughs> uh, she is 65 today. Uh, Ted Shackelford. Yeah. Who was on Knott's Landing. He I played. remember Ted sh- He was kind of a heartthrob. Gary Ewing uh, on that show. He is uh, 76 years God, old. Today. Ted Shackleford.
5: All right. Is there any relation between Knott's Landing and Dallas? Because they had the Ewing family in Dallas and. No. Not in that way, but no. that there were, I think, I knew actors that...
3: that crossed over. So at that time, you had Knott's Landing, you had Dallas, you had Dynasty, you had Flamingo Road,
7: you had Hotel. Uh, hotel. Uh, Since your all... case, it was a spinoff. off. Landing no was, was a spinoff of, I don't remember, but according to the wiki, it was yeah. a spinoff of Dallas. I never knew that. Never knew that. So the or Ewing. Or cared. I guess the Ewing family <laughs> didn't care. Yeah, or yeah. cared.
0: That's funny. Wow. Uh, so Ted Shackelford, 76. Uh, Selma Blair. Ah, uh, turns fifty years old today, so a big one for her. She's doing much
3: better. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks great. She's a great attitude. I follow her on Instagram, and she's always hanging out with her, her besties, and a lot of uh, celebrities. Ms. What well, she has, or yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, correct.
0: So um, she's been in a lot of fun stuff. Legally Blonde, Cruel Intentions. She was
3: great in the Hellboy movies too. Um, she's uh, she's the, the the fire girl.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, she is fifty today. Uh, actor Brian Brown, Australian actor. Yes. Uh, cocktail, um, along came Polly. He's great in that. He's the guy who's trying to get the insurance policy. <laughs> yeah.
3: I believe he's one of my favorite movies, Break a Morant, is he not? Do not know. Okay. What's that
0: movie about? Uh, it is I'm about not with it.
3: the um, the Boer war. Right? You
0: know. And um, it, it's... So uh, they uh, just bore people to they death? They bore the hell out oh, of people. Oh, my yeah. God. Ah, well, just, I, I can't take this uh. anymore. It's an amazing movie. <laughs> uh, then you have... Uh, he was also in uh, FX, which is a fun movie. He's 75 today. Uh, Joel Egerton. Oh, another Australian actor. Uh, He's a great actor. Uh, Stevie was in Great Gatsby. Yes. A movie called The Gift. He's also in a movie that we reference from time to time called Black Mass. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, so he is 48 years old. She showed up
5: as uh, Uncle Owen in the Obi Wan Kenobi
7: uh, series yeah, as well. He's well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's Uncle Young Owen Uncle. in uh, Revenge of the Sith too. That so is it, that is definitely yeah. him. And the same uh, Aunt Peru. So they reprise their characters. Uh, and so yeah, it's, it's cool to see him age and still be Uncle Owen. I think he's actually pretty damn good as Uncle Owen. I did not know that.
5: And uh, as long as we're talking about Aussies on the show right now, big shout out to uh, Margot or Margot Sates. Yeah, i was is... gonna read her email. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go.
0: No, it's all good. I'll it's... get to that in a moment. It's a little shard out, uh, <laughs> you who out thing. That she okay, to do. we'll absolutely do that. We'll accommodate that. Uh, Melissa Rauch, uh, the last birthday I saw Big Bang Theater, Big Bang Theories, Bernadette, and she has uh, she's going to be the star of the
3: reboot of Night Court. Um, You're where she's judge? playing, yeah, she's playing the daughter okay. of Harry Anderson. Oh. Oh, yeah. And uh, who else? Uh, 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 the um, they got a couple of the cast members back. Um, not Mark Larriquet, John Larriquet is back in it. Okay,
7: is he? Yeah,
3: that's my understanding. I thought he passed away, so did he. Uh, and, wow, Harry yeah.
7: Anderson did, and Markie Post did, yeah. yeah, and and Charles, um. Charles Robinson is that the guy's name? Uh, uh, yes, Zach? yes, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. So they had three uh, three passings within a year or two. Is um, Bull still alive?
5: Is, uh, I hope Bull's still alive. I don't know, I don't know but what Steve,
7: about I don't know that either. But Steve, you're right about Laroquette; he's in it. Okay, awesome.
0: He was he was one of the best on the show. Uh, so
7: Melissa is 41
0: today. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning in the Tom Petty song "Free Fall." And the girl's a big fan. What singer? Two one five two six three. WMMR, and it is uh, Jean or Jeannie we're going to go to. Is this Jean or Jeannie? This
8: is Jeannie.
2: Hi,
0: Jeannie. How you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: Wonderful. Thank you. So what uh, singer was uh, she a fan of in the song Free Fallen?
2: Elvis.
0: Crazy about Elvis. It's very timely. Hang on, uh, Jeannie. We are going to set you up. With a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And if you're in the mood for seafood, Bonefish Grill's got you covered with the new summer specials like the shrimp rangoon dip and pineapple glazed shrimp paired perfectly with a zesty key lime cake for dessert. And you can visit BonefishGrill.com for all the information. Uh, We're going to start with Brad Pitt. Brad says his career is on its last leg. I don't believe that. In an interview with British GQ, the actor admitted that he's carefully considering the projects ahead since he's near the end of his time in Hollywood. He told the outlet, I consider myself on my last leg this last semester or trimester. What is the section going to be and how do I want to design that? Uh, He's
3: been producing a lot. Lately, over the past eight, nine years. So his production company has been doing a lot. I wonder if he just wants to go more that way and not be a an actor. Well, he's maybe. one of
5: my favorite actors out there. And I, I I don't necessarily think he's the greatest actor, but I just enjoy seeing him. I in like movies. him in different projects. I yeah. Once
0: Upon a Time in Hollywood, Yeah, he, he deserved that Oscar, man. He was really top level. On the wide-ranging interview, Pitt also discussed his sobriety. Uh, He said he spent a year and a half attending Alcoholics Anonymous after Angelina Jolie filed for divorce in 2016. He said, I had a really cool men's group here that was really private and selective, so it was safe because I'd seen things of other people who had been recorded while they were spilling their guts, and that's just atrocious to me. Uh, Pitt hasn't just given up alcohol. He's also quit smoking cigarettes during the pandemic uh-huh. after realizing that it would be impossible to just cut back. Uh, he said, I don't have that ability to just do one or two a day. It's not in my makeup. I'm all in and I'm going to have to drive it in, drive into the ground. I've lost my privileges. Uh, instead, the interview that was uh, conducting this uh, for the article writes that he would chew nicotine mints mindlessly. Mm-hmm. So he's he's got an addiction to it, but he's uh, taking uh, you know the uh, getting rid of the cigarettes. Yeah,
3: he's got that, all that going on, and he still looks great.
0: Oh yeah. my God, yeah, he will always look great. Uh, Casey Affleck's girlfriend had a scary run-in with a burglar Tuesday morning. LAPD sources told TMZ that Kaylee Cowan was alone Tuesday morning in the bedroom of the couple's LA home when she opened her eyes to find an intruder staring back at her. According to reports, the intruder fled after Cowan screamed and she was able to call 911. A- she she rigged up some traps first and she put matchbox cars at the top of the steps oh, so oh, and then had a paint can swinging on a rope. So she
3: got really inventive quickly.
0: Uh, police arrived to find a man running down the street and they were able to make an arrest. The unnamed man was charged with burglary and the outlet reports that Affleck was not at home at the time of the incident. And Cowan was unharmed.
3: Casey uh, Affleck accidentally walked in. She had this blowtorch over the door. Oh, no. no. uh, No. He got burned? He got burned. I hope he was at least wearing a hat. He was wearing like a wool cap. Okay,
0: good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, An Italian judge ruled yesterday that crash director Paul Haggis will remain under house arrest amid ongoing investigations into allegations of sexual assault against him. Uh, According to reports, he met uh, his accuser at a film festival in Monte Carlo in April uh, the unnamed British woman says he subjected her to non-consensual sex over the course of a number of days. Mm. Uh, he's currently being detained in Italy, where he's due to give a master class at the Alora Film Festival. Uh, so they've decided that they're going to keep him under house arrest. Can
3: he zoom time. that class in from prison? I don't jail? Know. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty cool. Kate Bush has discussed the remarkable resurgence success of her 1985 song "Running Up That Hill." in her first interview since the song's return to the charts. We spoke about this a couple of times over the last few days. Uh, Speaking to BBC's Radio 4, uh, Bush said the situation was, quote, just extraordinary, quite shocking, really. I mean, the whole world has gone mad, she said. (laughs) Uh, Running up that hill is at number one in the U.K. charts. And could spend a second week at the top on Friday, despite huge-profile new releases from Drake and Beyonce. It was never at number one when it was first released. Oh, never. No. Yeah. In fact, it's at number five in the U.S. down from its peak at number four, which made it her first U.S. top ten hit ever. Uh, a song from, it, from decades 19, ago. From 1985. This happens from time to yes. time. Yeah. O- occasionally, we've seen it with, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody and a few other songs that, given the, the right time frame and the right project... If it's if it's in a movie or TV show and it hits, it can shoot right back up the charts. Where it seems
3: to really happen a lot to dramatic extremes is in England, where the stuff will pop up into the uh, into the charts, uh, really based on on uh, social media, on TikTok,
0: uh, viral activity. It's, yeah, it's pretty wild. And around Christmas time, there's usually yep. a uh, an old song that'll that'll shoot back right, up the charts right, right. in the UK. I always love this song. I always Kate
3: Bush was sort of a the artsy darling of MTV. When she came out and she had a lot of ballet that she did in her videos, Um she was considered avant-garde. And that's running up that hill is one of my favorite songs just of all
0: time. So if you don't watch Stranger Things, the song is a key plot point for the character Max Mayfield in the fourth season. And uh, it's created a whole new generation of new Kate Bush fans. And she said, it's such a great series. I thought that the track... ...would get some attention, but I just never imagined that it would be anything like this. The Duffer Brothers created the series, and actually we watched it from the first series onwards, so I was already familiar with the series, and I thought, what a lovely way for the song to be used in such a positive way. You know, it's kind of a talisman almost, really, for Max. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's very touching, actually, she said. Earlier this month, uh, series co-creator Matt Duffer said Bush's music would return for the Climactic 2 episode season 4 uh, at the end here, he said there's an epic Kate Bush moment in the finale and we uh, that we weren't expecting that we uh, kind of discovered as we were editing the sequence was really cool and we were really happy with it, but it was missing a, t- a little something and I was like, well, let's try Kate because when has Kate let us down? And it just uh, took to took to this new height and it's arguably the most epic, Kate Bush moment. It comes back in a major way.
7: So when the finale comes out, which I believe is next weekend, how do you guys plan on watching it? Because I, I, I want to savor it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm not going to watch him back to back. I think
3: I'm going to go. for born alcohol? I can watch it. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch. You're going to binge because I'm just... so excited for it. I and am too. There is a cool twist, though, Nick. And they're talking about this Kate Bush moment. Running Up That Hill will be sung by President Bush. Oh,
8: no yeah. way. Wow. No way. Oh, man. That's, That's, crazy.
7: That's yeah. Spoiler alert, man. Come on. Yeah. I, uh, you didn't hurt
0: me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bush, uh, Kate. You're running Up That Hill. Uh, Bush said she, hasn't, she actually hasn't listened to Running Up That Hill for a really long time before it's returned to the charts. <laughs> Adding that I never listen to my old stuff. She last performed it in 2014 for her theatrical London concert series, Before the Dawn. So she had kind of let that song go, you know?
5: I wonder she what, what it's, would it's
4: done. done to me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it's done for other. Because there's an artist named Meg Myers that uh, she does a version of this song that yes. is really good. I wonder if it's Goose. Anybody else's numbers on that song as Probably, well? Probably,
3: but I think this is the original. It's used in the show. It's the best version, uh, and so there you go. And uh, the fact that she got to work with uh,
0: President Bush was mm. certainly interesting. Uh, so Netflix is believed to be planning. Let's do that.
3: Can we do that again?
0: <laughs> uh, Netflix is believed to be planning to take Stranger Things uh, to a themed musical to the stage. Mm. After the success of this song. So bosses at uh, the streaming platform have reportedly been granted a trademark for live theatrical, musical, or comedic performance amid their plans. The Broadway-style musical will be a live theater performance based on the series. So I think that's a ways, ways off. But yeah. they have kind of putting in the they put in the paperwork to get something like that. So one
3: America. more season to wrap up, right? They're talking about yes. the fourth
0: and final season. A, a fifth and final season. Fifth
3: and final season, right. Because yes. they did, right. This, this is split. the fourth season, yeah. yeah. So. so, um. Um, Yeah, okay.
0: It's going to be sad, but I'm, I'd be I go out while you're still doing it the right way. Uh, by the way, Netflix has reportedly filed documents with UK's Intellectual Property Office for trademark protection for the show, as well as for food and drink products, including gum. Oh,
8: gum. I yes. Like
0: gum. What about gum salad?
8: Oh, I still think girl. we own that.. Okay.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think that, that nobody can touch that. I think that that's ours. I actually want to see a uh, an, I'm President
3: George Bush. Have you ever put gum in your salad?
0: <laughs> I want to see a, a uh, an artist's rendition of what a gum salad would look like. Or we could just make one. actually. we should easy. make a gum salad. <laughs> no we should.
8: Yes, we should.
3: <laughs> and let you know what? and eat it. Let Kathy create it. That's how you know it's gonna be thinking outside the box. We just buy a bunch of gum, yeah, and mix it up it in a here. Bowl. mix mm. make something, and then you take a spoon and you eat, and you eat your, side gum, side. your gum. Your gum Well, you get a lot out of it. But it's good. It would be excellent because each chew would last
0: ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's reputation in restaurants may rival his reputation on the basketball court at this point. Known for his generosity and huge tips, the big man with the big heart reportedly struck again. While at dinner in New York City at the uh, Lan Club, around 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night, O'Neal paid for everyone in the restaurant's wow. meals, which totaled over $25,000. And according to uh, Page Six, he was with an unnamed woman who uh, he referred to as, quote, my date, Mm -hmm. and even left a very large tip for the restaurant staff that was described as the biggest tip they've ever received. Oh, my God. Uh, The woman that he was with did all the ordering per the report. She ordered Beijing chicken, shrimp tempura, and the restaurant's signature chicken satay. And he also didn't want the other patrons to know that he was going to be paying for their meals. He instructed staff to not let anyone from the other 40 tables in attendance know that the dinner was on. Because if you let them know, <laughs>
5: then they're <laughs> going to go crazy. Um, what, what's this? Is it a chain or is it a, just a?
0: Never heard of it. Jiu Lan Club. Okay. Don't know man,
5: I got to find out wherever he's going to be. Right. Because, dude, he buys stuff for people. Does he do this often? All the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, he has a stake in, like, uh, K Jewelers or one of those. You can't eat that? No, 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 no. But he'll, like, kind of just happen upon a jewelry store. And oh, right. You know, somebody's buy, there to he's buy, buy it, it, yeah. and and an engagement really ring. That's
2: cool. I think that was, you know, we often talk about what we would do with our lottery winnings. I think that would be something I would do. Like, yeah. it'd be fun. I, I, but I've always wanted to, not that I want the recognition, but I always want to be like, drinks on me. And, oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Kathy, it.
0: I've always wanted to do that Yeah. Always You can still do it, just leave quietly
3: I, I Yeah, Yeah. you don't pay Yeah.
8: yeah. <laughs> yeah. on me, everybody. Yeah.
3: How do I get out of
0: here?
8: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see here John Hersey is defending Katie Thurston following the announcement of their split When a Bachelor fan uh, a fan account shared their breakup news Tuesday, a follower wrote I feel like Katie is the reason she can't get a guy That's so wrong. And Hersey replied, you will speak a finite number of words throughout your life. (laughs)
8: Jesus
0: (laughs) Christ. (laughs) I urge you to... This guy's sp- trying to get deep on us. I yeah. urge you to speak more kindly. Do? Oh, my God. Especially about someone you don't know. I would like to quote Plato and the other clays. <laughs> I have never been so supported or unconditionally the words loved...
3: of your mouth are
8: limited.
0: ...by a partner. As- words of your mouth. Assuming and implying that Katie is doing something wrong does not sit right with me. All right. The internet can be a mean place. Let's not add to the it.
3: words of your tongue pierce my heart.
0: Uh, so the pair met on season seventeen of The Bachelorette, where Thurston uh, eliminated Where's her. The seat. bathroom might just sharded. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> Mike, Mike's still on, buddy. <laughs> During the uh, second episode, so
3: well, he stepped in. What a brave,
5: brave man! Wait, what did he say? What,
0: what, what? <laughs> uh, words? You will. You will speak a finite number of words throughout your life. Oh, my God. I urge you to speak more kindly, especially about someone. Your days different. are limited. You don't know. You are not eternal. Yeah. Uh- Choose your words wisely, mm-hmm. for they can pierce your soul. Yep. Uh, so he's, he's defending mm-hmm. uh, Katie.
3: I would
2: mm-hmm. definitely tell him to shut up, right?
0: He's talking like He-Man. Shut up. <laughs> you yeah, shut, shut up. I shut up.
4: Oh, shut up,
2: Warren.
0: Uh Johnny Depp is reuniting with the Hollywood Vampires for an overseas tour. So Depp, Joe Perry, Alice Cooper, <laughs> and uh, Tommy Hendrickson announced Wednesday.
5: Johnny, it's great to be back with you
3: and the vampires.
0: You all know Vlad, There
3: <laughs> Uh there's six city. Listen to them, the children of inferior music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what cacophonous crack they make. Uh, their six city European tour will take place next year. I don't drink Yahoo. In, you. in uh, Germany and Luxembourg. Uh, um, they're, they're, it's, uh, believe it or not, people say they're pretty
3: good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's actually pretty decent. And, and then the fact that uh, uh, Jeff Beck. Has brought a Johnny Depp on stage. Says that you know his kisses are
5: pretty good. When they walk into a room, it just sounds like a uh, like a chorus of wind chimes. It's
3: got because they wear all this goddamn jewelry. Jo- Johnny Depp alone, the amount of rings on his fingers,
0: <laughs> cling 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: It's like Jackie Bam Bam yeah. times ten. It's like Brewer's bit on Ozzy walking yeah. along with a cling cling cling
0: cling cling. Yeah. <laughs> These are all the bells we
4: have.
2: I do have a friend who wears um, those beaded bracelets. Like, see the one I have on right now? She wears, they're bigger beads, and she wears multiple. So you can hear her, Mm. like, from anywhere. And any time, like, I know when she's coming. When she's walking down the hallway, I'm like, okay, she's here.
0: That's the same with Jackie. You can hear him. You hear him jangling down the the hallway. It's for those who miss the days of Spurs. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, So anyhow, tickets for (laughs) these shows go on sale on Monday, by the way. Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, is a married guy now. Huh. Uh, people I never thought he'd, he'd get married. Wednesday, that the science guy married journalist and author uh, Liza Mundy late last month at the Castle Building's Hopped Garden at the Smithsonian Institute. Uh, and uh, Star Trek star Robert uh, Picardo served as an officiant. I don't know who Robert He was, was. the virtual doctor on Voyager. Okay. Well, he was the guy who officiated the wedding. He was also
3: he's was a favorite of, uh, of Joe Dante's. He's in Gremlins
7: too. Okay. Oh, you'd recognize. Oh, yeah. him. Oh yeah, he was on. He's uh, Coach Cutlip mm-hmm. on the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you remember him. Coach yes. Cutlip. Yeah, he got the basketball off the top of his head in, in an episode.
0: <laughs> Made me laugh really hard. Remember that. So they got married. How about that? All right, um, Anne Hathaway. Uh, thinks that
5: <laughs> me, <you>. me too. Me <laughs> too.
0: The things that. <laughs> Thinks that uh, Lizzo
5: has BDE. Oh, uh, she's got big D energy, is what that is. Uh, yeah, but she
0: must have a giant man in the boat. I, what is she saying? Here? Well, here she, okay. she here's the deal. <laughs> so you know, you know how out of touch I am, right? Right. All right. So she's rattling off women, right. uh, With with BDE. Is this is this gone beyond penises now?
8: Well, you know, I
5: have no now? idea. You can't. It, it, I'm sorry. Just you know, she's got something else. You can't have B, D, E if you don't have a D.
0: It is the description
5: of,
3: of that swagger. Yeah, And so they're applying that
0: phrase to it. Okay. Uh, it's, it's adorable. Can we not do that? Yes, Maybe. It's going yeah, to happen. Marissa. You're-
9: uh, the consensus is in this room is that it is okay. All right. And that's the young room. <laughs>
0: that, yeah, in that room. Over in the there. young
9: room, you mean? Should the we ask room. our interns?
0: No, because I don't care. Um, so, <laughs> I don't but thank you. Care. I, don't hire. I don't
9: really care. Uh,
0: it's, you know. You
9: can uh, Roll with it. Just roll with
0: it. No, no, I don't have <laughs> to, about... actually. <laughs> okay. Come up with better words. There, there you out. go, or d- just a different description. <laughs> so, anyhow, whatever it is, uh, I, mean, I, I, I thought head
5: head. it was literally <laughs>
7: yeah.
0: about yeah. penis size. I really? That's what no, that no, no. That B- it's it's swagger. It's it's like right. how
7: you feel about yourself. It's carrying yourself with energy, yeah. and and like the the BD part of it really is uh, not the important part. It's it's the, what you feel about yourself. It's the swagger. Yeah, it's the yeah, self confidence. So, so do mind it then. Swagger. Okay. However, I could see modifying
0: it. But whatever, who cares? Like big vag energy. But like that's she not even any. huge vagina. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that thing it, yeah. must be, you know. You, okay.
2: That's not. Yeah, that's not the same. They can't size say that. of
0: a football. <laughs> 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 who are the other women she talks about? Billie Eilish, okay. Mindy Kaling. She's got BBE. Uh, what's that? Big Boobs Energy.
5: Okay. Philly Eilish
0: do. Uh, Harry Styles, she says as well. So there are guys mentioned in this. And Christopher John Rogers, who I don't know who that is. Uh, she says, I love what he's doing right now in fashion. So I guess he's a designer. Uh, never heard of him. No. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so deeply a fan. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it's kind of goofy, but whatever, man. What do I know? Nothing. <laughs> uh, I oh. do know that uh, Kaylee Cuoco is legally yeah. single now. Oh. Uh,
7: oh. Yes. Wasn't she with the guy Tom Pelfrey, the guy from Ozark? We had him on. I a think she, she's divorced, divorced, legally divorced, I and yeah, with this that. guy. Oh, oh, oh! Right. They didn't break up. So,
3: yeah. right? So that's the that is the relationship post split from her last husband.
0: Gosh. She's been married what three times? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, she is. Uh, yeah, his name is Carl Cook. That's been finalized. No further information on the settlement was provided. Uh, they filed for divorce in September of last
7: year after four
0: years of marriage. So she was
3: the- it was longer than the fr- the, the one before yeah. that.
7: Yeah, yeah, this uh, twice, Steve. So oh, was, twice. This okay. Guy named Ryan Sweeting first, and then this uh, Carl. And the first
3: dude was a tennis pro, I think, and okay. this guy was something else. And yeah. uh, there we go. All right, so here's another breakup:
0: Rupert Murdoch and Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall's still around, man. Are divorcing after six years of marriage. I had no idea they were married. Uh, The 91-year-old media mogul and the 65-year-old model tied the knot in 2016. That had to be love. Uh, Yeah, right? It had to be true love. Uh, It was Murdoch's fourth marriage, so he was previously married. I love how your head looks like a testicle.
8: Uh,
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's what attracted her. Uh, She was previously, or he was previously married to Wendy Deng from 99
8: to 2013. Dang, 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 girl.
0: (laughs) And uh, uh, Anna Maria Torv from 67 to 99. And he, Patricia Booker from 1956 to 1967. And, of course, Hall had been married to Mick Jagger. They say he
3: has SDE. Uh, Shriveled D energy. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the SDE on that guy. Look at him. Look at him. Uh, during the marriage, Murdoch orchestrated the sale of most of uh, 21st century Fox to Walt Disney Company in 2019, a deal valued at $71.3 billion. How? However, he continues to serve as the chairman of the Fox Corporation.
3: Hello, she with Mick Jagger? Long time, I seem to me. Yeah. She was with Mick Jagger when she did the Batman movie, correct? Definitely his longest
7: run right.
0: Yeah, uh, of a relationship. Wow. So twenty-two
7: yeah. years. Yeah. Seventy seven and ninety-nine, Stephen. So yeah, when Batman came out, they were together. Imagine it must have been difficult for him to remain completely faithful during those twenty two years. So <laughs> she is uh she is now divorced. Do <laughs> you ever uh, see the list of, getting a divorce of for, Mick with, Jagger's kids? It it's literally says seven um uh that he knows of or something like there are seven uh seven legitimate they've got to qualify yeah yeah yeah. seven
0: legitimate (laughs) wow uh let's see oh uh let's double back to johnny depp for a second okay uh his (laughs) prop hand uh from edward scissorhands has doubled in value following the defamation trial with amber heard tmz reported that the hand just sold at auction for eighty one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars, it's a, twice the price that experts estimated the item itself for.
3: It's a cool looking device. I'm a fan of uh, the movie. I don't think it's great, but I enjoy it. it t- it's ho- It's it's touching. Uh, uh, you know, at the I kinda end, I kind of hated it. Uh, did you? Yeah. yeah. So really um, the um, yeah, like, I enjoyed it. I, I think ultimately, when you f- follow it through to the end, it works. However. Uh, Vincent Price is the doctor. You couldn't find a happy medium between super huge garden shears. Right. You couldn't get, like, safety scissors. It's like... (laughs) Right. You know, he's... And by the end, when he has his heart attack, he's about to present uh, Edward Scissorhands with sort of human hands that he's made. Yeah. It's like... you took this amount of time? How about ratchet back the size of the shears so that he's not slitting everyone's throat when he says hello? Did
5: you notice that his left hand didn't have left handed scissors with the great the green grip on it? It's like yeah. they're it's like they're asking you not to believe it. Well, okay, so is this because and I don't know if this is true, like who knows what you can believe on the internet, but there is everything. There is uh, a testimony from her saying that, you know, he literally had people believing that he had scissors for hands it or was something. The,
3: she, heard, heard she said that he could convince people, he convinced the world that he was, uh, that he had scissors for hands. That everyone pointed out what a dumb point that was. He right. was acting in a movie. No one, no one thought Johnny Depp actually possessed wait, large okay, so hands. she did wait, wait, actually wait, 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 wait. say this what? under
5: oath. I miss that part. So What's that again? There was at some point when she, you know, you, you probably explained so it So the, the, the
3: perception was she was trying to tell the court, or no, after the um, the the decision came in. She was talking to the Today Show and she said, here's a guy who was able to convince the world, talking about what you could believe as far as what he was testifying to. Here's a guy who acted and convinced people he had scissors for hands. He
0: did not. He played a character that had
3: scissors for hands. Yeah.
0: It was a dumb point dumb uh, when the prop store auction was originally announced in may uh experts projected that the item the the hand would go for 30 to fifty thousand. and it went for over eighty thousand dollars. Wow. so yeah uh to celebrate the 25th anniversary of titanic the james cameron film has been set for a theatrical release just in time for valentine's day next year your favorite movie
5: kathy or uh, dirty dancing. Uh, dirty dancing right mm-hmm.
2: How about
0: dirty titanic
2: I I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, mean, I guess Titanic. no. Dirt, dirty dancing, but really, yeah. Titanic's right. the one where no matter where it is in the movie, I, I just stop and watch. All
0: right. Caroline has become a big fan of, of it. Titanic. Titanic, really? Yeah. We watched it not that long ago, and uh, yep, enjoyed it. And uh, it hurts
2: my heart that you don't like that movie, Steve. Titanic? <laughs> yeah. I love Titanic. Oh, I thought you were no, it. No, the one thing I think
3: that's absurd is yeah you know, i i love the movie i think tech, it's a mass, it's a masterpiece it's amazing however the whole notion of of <clears throat> them being chased that this this love thing it's like if we we got to save you so you can drown with
5: everybody <laughs> Yeah, what did the Titanic need? A gunfight.
3: Right, right. a gunfight. That to me was like, okay, but that said, that aside, uh, it's it's an amazing
0: movie. The idea was, is the story of Titanic's been told and told, and we already know that story. This is an underlying thing that was happening outside of the story that you already knew. Yeah. That's the Which conceit. Made
2: the movie right, but Preston?
0: the idea that there's that they're you know waist deep in water and running after each other to try to kill this guy is like we got bigger problems right <laughs> now. I'm going to kill you before they, yeah. you get killed. That, that thing, is a little thing. silly. Yeah. But anyhow, it's a great movie. Uh, remastered version will be available in uh, cinemas internationally beginning February 10th.
3: Kathy, I have it in 3D as well. Oh. They released it in 3D. And it looks, they
7: they did it after the fact. James Cameron oversaw it. But it looks really cool. Is that the one where they uh, fixed the stars in the sky because uh, of Neil deGrasse Tyson? Mm-hmm. I, I think that might be the one yeah. that they did it in, yeah.
0: According to the Hollywood Reporter, No Time to Die actress uh, Lea Seydoux is in talks to join uh, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Javier Bardem, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, and Austin Butler in the June sequel. There are more and more big names piling onto this. I'm so happy about so that. So
3: is, will the second one wrap up? I'm I'm still hard-pressed to believe they can wrap up the book with an, just one more I'm movie.
0: thinking that too, Steve. Right, yeah. uh, because they really only took it to about maybe a third of the story yeah. uh, to where it ended, and uh, yeah, I'm curious about that too, but I just love the fact that this was fully embraced, it, yes. was, it was an critical award critical hit, darling, and that just means that we're going to get more out of this, because I absolutely adore that movie. Who's Weird Al playing, do they mention? Uh, he <laughs> is taking over as Gurney Halleck uh, for uh, Josh Bowen. He's wow. bailed out, he can't play wow. that part anymore. That's, so. a, that's a tough role for him to take. <laughs> All right, and then uh, finally, let's see here. How about this one? Um, CBS and the National Academy of Television Arts and Scientists uh, announced that Michael Bolton will be a performer at the Daytime Emmy Awards on Tuesday. How exciting. Uh, The awards air Friday at 9 p.m. live on the East Coast. Bolton will perform a new song called Beautiful World. Uh, Bolton will also perform during the memoriam segment, honoring those in the industry who died in the last year. But did not say which song the uh, will accompany this. Are segment. the daytime Emmys actually being broadcast live on a network, or are they streaming? That's a good question. Uh, it, it says tape Delight for the West on CBS and Paramount Plus. So yeah, it says live on the East Coast. Huh. Uh, so is it
3: on? Is, will it air on CBS?
0: I guess so. All right. It, it sounds like that. Yeah. Uh, two-time Grammy winner, Bolton, who runs, also runs Michael Bolton Charities, will uh, which has uh, advocated for children and women at risk since 1993. Uh, his hit singles include How Am I Supposed to Live Without You, How Can We Be Lovers, and a cover of When a Man Loves a Woman. Uh, Kevin Fraser and Nichelle Turner host the Daytime Emmy Awards. Drew Barrymore, Jerry O'Connell, Krista Allen, Deborah Norville, and more will be presenters for that. All right, we can hit some of the clips now, folks. Ethan Hawke plays a sinister killer who abducts young kids and locks them in a soundproof basement in the black phone. Here he explains going out of his comfort zone to play an evil character.
10: I don't really like playing villains. I don't really like inviting that kind of evil into my imagination and dancing with it. But I read the
3: script and it was so beautiful. The kid's journey was so beautiful and I could kind of see how this might be something new and different for me and I could contribute in a different way. And you know that's the thing about life—you got to keep changing the roadmap, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, the Black Phone is in theaters
3: tomorrow. So it's a period piece. It takes place apparently in the seventies, okay. and that's why there's a wall phone in the and um, oh. the, uh, the, the the little cell that they're
0: this take is keeping these. That's kind, the Black Phone, I guess. So. The phone, yeah. uh, by the way, for those who didn't know, uh, the Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter uh, is the actress who plays Robin in Straight <laughs> oh that is correct. Yeah, yeah, that's that. her. She's great. No, I didn't know that. Isn't that yep. amazing? mm mm-hmm. And now when you see her, if you look closer, you will see yep. their faces in her face without question. She's great. I love that character on that show. All right, we're ready for the next clip. Elvis was the biggest rock star of his time, but not everyone saw that. That's in, right, man. In this clip, Tom Hanks shares his unique perspective of the musician here we go
7: when i was growing up elvis was already done i saw him as a guy who was in silly movies with greasy hair that i understood he did rock and roll back in the day before before the beatles did and i never never really bought him as anything other than a guy who was sort of like a a a celebrity based on something he had done much earlier that didn't mean anything to me
0: uh, Elvis is in theaters tomorrow. By the way, I'm and, curious uh, to see what the uh, the reviews are. Yeah, there's it's getting uh, acclaim from audiences at uh, like con and yeah. also uh, the family. Elvis, you know, Priscilla and uh, Lisa Marie have given it their full on uh, approval man! Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, So, All right, that's the Entertainment Report. Uh, we have a lot going on in the program today. We are going to have performing in our studio this morning in the 9 o'clock hour, Everclear. How about that? Playing a show tonight, 30th anniversary of the band, at the Keswick Theater, along with Fastball and the Nixons. So they are going to stop in and play live today, which is really cool.
3: Stop and <laughs> think about that. They're doing the show tonight, and they're coming in early to do
0: a performance for us. That's really cool. That's very cool. Especially for, you know. On show rock night. Rock stars. Yeah. I mean, they, it's, uh, mornings are not their time. So we do appreciate it. And we also have comedian Ron Funches, who's going to be here. He's performing at Punchline uh, tonight as well. So we'll get our friends in a little bit later this morning. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Stay with us.
9: It's time to subscribe to the Preston and Steve Show YouTube channel. Be the first to see new videos. Get alerts when the live stream's rolling. See the guests you're hearing live on the radio. Like Coach Dick Vermeil, who was live in studio on Tuesday morning. Watch the live musical performances. Like Everclear coming in Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Hit the subscribe button on the Preston and Steve Show YouTube channel. You'll be happy you did.
0: I have a few stories of a variety of subjects, so I think it's time for the stream of consciousness to start. (laughs) Yet another. One of the characters that you know, I portray. I
3: heard uh, someone laughingly suggest that the stories are all fairly similar between the different
0: characters, and there's 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 complete differences. Are you? Pl- come on, yeah. Follow the nuance oh, yeah, here. Come thoughts. on. Yeah. We yeah. wouldn't
3: create separate categories if no. the stories are basically the same.
0: Uh, this this uh, article is interesting in that it is yet another thing that uh, that Black Mirror the the um, series has gotten correct. If you've never seen that on Netflix. Uh it's very um twilight zone ish but mainly focuses the, the the whole overall theme of it is technology and how yes. that plays into some weird things that can happen. And amazingly Prescient. yeah, and this one is definitely from one particular episode. Uh, Amazon Alexa may someday be able to speak to you in the voice of friends and family who are no longer alive. Oh, wow! Nope. There was an episode with Haley Atwell mm-hmm. where her husband dies, and uh, he was a uh, used. And I'm, uh, this is not. I'm not going to give away everything, uh, but he was heavy into technology, and so his personality is kind of embedded in the social media posts and things that he left behind. Right. And also uh, his recorded voice. And so they play off of that, and this is kind of a little bit like that.
3: So um, you would have to have um, audio of the person. Not much. Yeah, so, enough to for, the, for it to build an algorithm.
0: Yeah, a new feature was mentioned Wednesday at Amazon's uh, Mars conference. And Mars stands for Machine Learning Automation Robots in Space.
3: They didn't have it on Mars.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Conference as a way to make memories last after listening to someone's voice for... Less than a minute. Mm-hmm. whoa, Alexa would be able to simulate that voice when speaking, so deep, so it's not much. <laughs> deep voice fakes are
3: every bit as chilling as the deep video fakes because that software is actually pretty achievable and purchasable. Um, you can find it. and uh, a
0: lot of times it gets chillingly close. A video of the feature depicted a child who asked to have their grandmother read them a story, and Alexa affirmed before changing her voice. That's kind of
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is what your grandmother sounds like now.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, listen, I I, I, I get it.
5: I I understand. Uh, You know, like... Steven on the last time you heard your mom's voice, no, uh, so that's been a big uh, conundrum for me. As I have yeah. a small voice recorder, uh,
3: uh, and uh, there is a bit of audio. It's a Grundig, like a you know a solid piece of equipment, mm-hmm. uh, and I I am. am Leery of losing it, so I'm yeah. trying to figure out the best way to get that little piece of audio. But yeah. Casey, it kind of has to be decades.
5: Yeah. So because I have just you know a couple of different recordings where oh, oh you know like there's yeah. a, you know birthday video. I'm like oh there I can hear my dad and right. like laughing in the background. I've forgotten you know? what my mom sounds like. Little cute things like that. But um, so I I don't necessarily want to have a conversation with him now with right. or, or a, uh, a simulated conversation. But wouldn't you th- want him to tell you what the weather is? They have these things now, and and they've been around for a while. Yeah. Yet. Uh, hey, Dad, can I play golf today? Um, the, uh, the Those uh, Twas the Night Before Christmases, and we have a couple of them. One recorded by my mother-in-law and another one that was recorded by sure. my, my mom. That's really, that's wonderful. And, and so, like, Hallmark came out with these years ago. Right. So, you know, it's sort of like, you know, I, I so I understand this. So let me ask you on that level,
3: Case, with right. those things which I think are wonderful. You can sit down and have your... A, a, a beloved grandmother, you have the recording of her, reading the story, that's great. probably well, what so you about, can
5: lose that audio real easily. What and- about if you're interacting with this well, yeah, that's I think unnecessary this isn't yeah.
0: pre-recorded i know yeah. i know but yeah. th-
5: that's what i'm saying like so i i get it but also at the same time i don't want to have an i don't want to interact with my deceased with, with, with a faux father it's yeah. yeah it's
7: not the same thing i mean humanity's been trying to cheat death since uh, we were born right and, yeah. and so like the, the the entire existence of the human race but death is a part of life and so like the, there's a part of this where you're just like you kind of have to accept that we're all going to walk yeah. this path, that we're all going to die, and you have to deal with the consequences of it. And so to me, this seems like um, you're, you're just denying reality. You don't think the master plan was to be able to have us call up any song you want at any time, you know, and be
3: playing Paul McCartney? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But thanks, listen,
7: Grandma. I'll listen to a song by John Lennon, even though that I know that he's passed, but I, I just, I don't want to...
3: It's that interaction level where yeah. you are having something pretend, and it's not even pretending. It's just it's mimicking. I can't. Re- so so. What about like the uh, the Rob Kardashian um, uh, the, or the um, yeah yeah the the holographic representation? Right. And that's something that's big. Some people might, and this has been like Black Mirror, Preston, You're right, all over the place. This is what they deal with. How do we? How do we detach from that? Yet we all have kind of the yearning mm-hmm. to to have that last second or that last conversation mm-hmm. with someone we loved.
2: But I think that it, a lot of times it might be harder for the living people than than well, they would imagine. And, and I exactly. th-
8: agree with
5: Nick's point exactly. Then, which is, I think you're 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 you're, you're doing a uh, a bait and switch. I can't remember which philosopher said it, but we. We all have a finite number of words.
0: Yeah, it was it was, it
3: was one of the bachelor's <laughs> case. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: was great. Well, that the black mirror episode definitely uh, explores that, and the character comes to uh, a certain realization. And um, yeah, it's just it's interesting to kick that around. But I mean, it, dep- it would depend on how you would use something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I it's it's interesting. Uh, I don't hate it, but I'm not all on board for it.
3: Would you um, feel comfortable asking your gra- in your grandmother's voice
0: what ant mammal has the largest penis on earth? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I, maybe she knew that. I don't uh, know. It's
5: the blue whale, sweetie.
0: Uh, there's also potential security concerns with the ability to recreate yeah. a voice pattern. Exactly. The, <laughs> and there's an ethical question about the rights of the deceased's voice That's and true. how long it's able to be kept either on devices or company servers. Uh, the voice mimicking feature isn't explicitly meant for deceased family members, though. Uh, it is based on recent advancements in text-to-speech tech. Explain in a recent Amazon white paper where the team has produced highly quality, high quality voice with far less data, applying a voice filter instead of spending hours recording voice. In a professional studio, so uh, something they're working on, and we'll see how people accept it or not. Well, and right
3: now you can get Morgan Freeman and you can get other uh, Samuel L. Jackson and other people
0: to be your uh, Alexa voice, but those are pre-recorded. Those are sentences. pre-recorded. Yes, yeah, it's not uh, constructed by right. the uh, the software.
5: And you can also have the like certain voices be your ways uh, yep. instructors as well.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, so that's an interesting little. Tidbit of knowledge for you. Uh, This is pretty interesting, too, and could save somebody's life. Uh, In addition to educating yourself on drowning prevention, there's a little-known factor to consider when you take your kids swimming this summer, and that is the color of their bathing suits. Oh, yeah. Alive Solutions, which is a company specializing in water safety, conducted an informal study in 2020 to test how visible different colored swimsuits would be in light-bottomed pools, dark-bottomed pools, and lakes. That's
3: something you would not think about, and yet it makes perfect sense. That's why when I I was a kid, my mother would always pick... A very loud thong for me to wear. Stop. All right, mm.
2: Stop. I was about to be like, mm. "Oh my god, that's what I do," but no, take out the thong on that. I like the bright color bathing. A very suits.
3: Very flamboyant thong, Kathy is what we wear. No, yeah, but you don't like, think about that.
2: I like the bright color bathing suits because on the beach you can spot them. Yeah, yeah.
5: exactly. So, what about um like actual inflatable bathing suits?
3: I think they're they're the wave of the future, so people can float away.
5: Yeah. Not necessarily something where, you know, it's got to be gigantic, like an inner tube or What whatever. would be the purpose of an inflatable bathing suit? For children that don't know how to swim. Okay. Um, there was also... What if it inverts them? No,
2: they would tip forward and drown. Right. Yeah.
0: No,
5: I forgot. <laughs> See, who... you, you guys are terrible designers. I would
0: design it in a way that it wouldn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, for uh, a little while ago, I was trying to say something. Anyway, uh, uh, somebody had told me that they had an invention similar to that, which is a... It's like a little CO2 cartridge. Where and I think it was for like surfers or something like that. Where it could if if you find yourself drifting out or something like that, that you could hit this and have a flotation. Makes sense. Yeah, that would pop up. So, uh, Live Solutions is the one who did this, and so they had the uh, for the pools. They tested what. The suits looked like underwater, and then again from uh, surface, uh, agituism, ah. surface agitation, and from the perspective of a person standing on the pool It makes deck. perfect sense. It yeah. makes
3: perfect sense, and it's something you don't think about, because the water you've seen... If you're standing at an angle, sometimes in a pool, say if the sun is, gle-
0: uh, is shimmering off it in a different way,
3: you can totally not see something that's at the bottom of
0: the pool. Oh, yeah. Yep. For the lake, uh, they tested the different swimsuit colors on the surface of the water from a shore view and from an elevated view and to simulate what it would look like if a parent were standing on a boat or a dock. Oh, wow. And so neon colors uh, that provide contrast perform the best in both pools and lakes. Uh, For light-bottom pools, neon pink and neon orange stood out the most, while white and light blue suits stood out the least. Dark colors like purple and black could be seen well but are not recommended as they could actually be mistaken for dirt, leaves, or shadow. And for lakes and dark-bottom pools, neon orange, neon green, and neon yellow were the most visible. So our pool bottom, I know you have a darker pool bottom, Preston. Ours is white.
3: However, it looks... Aqua blue. Oh, really? It's the way the light reflects. So the the white reads as blue, and everyone thinks it's a blue, you know, bottom, but it's
0: it's completely white. Yeah, like ours is a light gray, but when you put the water in, it turns very dark. Right. Uh, So notably, neon pink did not perform well in the lake setting. Which is interesting, because you think you'd be able to see that. Don't go
3: swimming in lakes.
0: Uh, white was visible in that environment, but could easily be confused for light reflection on the surface of the water. So <sighs> that is not recommended.
3: Is this where you would employ helium-filled uh, bathing suits, Preston?
0: Yeah. And you get into a situation, you could float. <laughs> you could actually fly above the water after that. So, uh, But that's something I never really thought about as far as if if someone all of a sudden becomes incapacitated yep. under the water i i never thought and this actually there was it just happened it just happened there was a
3: some sort of a swimming competition and a um a, the the one of the competitors fainted and started to sink to the bottom of the pool not that wow. they not that they missed the person cuz it was a competition but yeah it can happen in a in a in a blink of an eye yep. and uh you know it's it's a it's a terrifying thought yeah and speaking of swimming this other story
0: this is, <laughs> is it tangential. It to the is. First? It, okay. it ties into it, but I but I like the segue anyway. Right, right. Uh, this is local. Uh, Robin Borlando, who is a lifelong Philadelphia resident, was 16 years old when she first became a lifeguard. Uh, now, 54 years later, she's seven years old. She's back on the lifeguard nice. stand. So this
3: is really city beat and the <sighs> stream of, of consciousness. Yes. Uh, <laughs> at the same time this is a great story so it's 70 and did they mention what color bathing suit she wears no
10: Uh, she's a grandmother
0: she decided it was time to get back in the water when she saw that uh, we're having a hard time uh with the lifeguard situation yes so she has volunteered to do it so with that
7: uh shortage and and her ability to do this um has has there been any uptick in the amount of money that lifeguards being paid and if so is that going to bring anybody to the pool because it seems to me like if you're a teenager looking for a job this summer that would be one you could get pretty easily and get paid pretty well for, but I, I have no idea. That's a
3: good question. I know the
7: milkshake brings all the boys to the
3: yard. I do know that. But yeah. I don't know about the pool. So, so um...
2: It is. Well, remember because... Is,
3: is the pay going up? Yeah, because, oh, uh,
2: especially in Philadelphia, because they can't open their pools if they don't have lifeguards. Right. And so, yeah, right, right. I, I forget exactly what it was, but it it was up, and they're also paying for them to, uh, or they were paying for them to get their certification.
0: Well, uh, they they need 60 of them by tomorrow. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. There's no way. Well, Cats. Kathy oh. yeah. so, in
3: case I you guys
2: were
0: lifeguards.
2: <laughs> we, I mean we you, could use some more money.
5: We could, but you know, it takes a little while to get certified. It doesn't
0: just happen overnight.
5: Can't like,
2: we just get recertified?
0: That doesn't happen overnight either. Uh. Uh, so, yeah, Borlando is just one of 16 lifeguards over the age of 60 who have stepped up to fill these essential roles. It sounds like somebody trying to cover the way they say Orlando. Yeah. Uh, yes.
3: Uh, i going to Borlando. <laughs> Bor-lando. It, it, rhymes to with, Miami. Yeah. it rhymes
0: with Borlando. Uh, determination at an all-time high. to Blearwater. Uh, even Borlando <laughs> admits training has become much more intense since her last time on the stand. Huh. Lifeguards in Philadelphia must pass an extensive test, including laps, treading water, and retreat. Retrieving a brick from the bottom of a pool. Um, By the way, the the brick from the bottom of the pool thing, did you guys have to do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did Did you have to do mouth-to-mouth on it? No.
5: No.
8: Did
0: you, were you blindfolded or anything like that? No, No, you just have
5: to retrieve it, and then it's a 10-pound brick. You retrieve it, and then you bring it to the surface, and then you tread with that brick above the water for a minute. wow. Wow. It's hard. It had to have been hard. Yeah.
3: That comes in handy if uh, you do what I do when I swim. I hold a pound cake
0: above my head. We had to, for, for diving, for scuba diving certification, we had to tread water for 10 minutes. Uh, I do remember that. And, and it wasn't as hard as I thought it was, was going to be as, as long as you relax and just That's the key. go very easily. You've yeah. seen the Navy SEAL training, yes. the documentaries on what they're required to oh, do. Oh, it's insane. It would be ridiculous. Yeah. Borlando uh, says that uh, when she got started, the training was, it says, give you a white and get in the water. I don't know what that means. Give you a white. That's the, the language back then. Okay. Wait, what? That's uh, what it says. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a life preserver or a search? Uh, maybe maybe it's a misprint. whistle. It's, it's a, a whistle. whistle. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Give you a whitey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luck, it says, yeah, give you a white, get in the water. I think it's give you a whistle mm-hmm. and get, get in the, the water. water. In the water. Uh, Luckily, the 70-year-old was uh, up for the challenge and ready to get out of her comfort zone. She said, anyone who knows me would not be surprised that I'm going to do this.
3: Let me ask you guys. So, you know, uh, did you ever rescue anyone out of the pool, Kathy?
2: Uh, not real life. I mean, we had kind of drills and stuff like that, but, uh, no, I didn't have to. I mean, well, no, that's not true. Yes. I had to rescue little kids who, cause right. we had a slide at our pool and they would come down and not realize, you know, how fast they were going into the water and all that. So yeah, I had to grab them, but no real like s- serious situation. Like, where like an kid, adult
5: flailing
3: or something. No, yeah. Or yeah. like even
2: the children were actually, you know, drowning or I right, uh, right. just kind of jumped in and assisted.
5: I, the only save I had to make a kid was doing his deep water test. And he got panicky, and so I just had to jump in and <laughs> pick him up and, and bring that him bad. to the, you know, so it really wasn't that bad. I actually saved a kid, uh, Dorney Park. I saved a kid uh, at the, in the, um, Funnel the, the, pool. The, the wave pool. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, this kid just didn't know how to swim, and he got, like, way too deep in, huh. and he was scared. And, like, you know, I ended up grabbing him and, and, and bringing him in. And Makes me think of the Action Park
3: yeah. document. That, I was just-
5: that wave pool was...
3: Did you see the, the documentary? I never did, no. The wave pool was a disaster. See, my
2: aunt had to be rescued out of the wave pool, <laughs> and a full grown woman had to be rescued out of the action uh, park wave pool.
3: Kathy, they were they said that the lifeguards they had, what few they had, were constantly jumping in yeah. to rescue people out of this wave pool. Yeah. Which was a disaster. Wow.
2: Um by the way, Preston, the pay for Philadelphia lifeguards was up from fifteen twenty four last year to sixteen dollars an hour. And then if you that's for rookie guards, if you're an experienced it's eighteen in that So obviously, so.
5: a beach lifeguard gets more, right? We
3: were gets talking... paid
2: more. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't know. I'm Maybe. not familiar with that.
5: We got my son, and uh, he's in the junior, uh, and he was very resistant. We we're like, "Oh, you don't have a choice. You're doing this." Uh, so he's in the the, uh, the junior guard program down the shore. Oh, Is that right? Really? Cool? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's just you know your your introduction into it. I don't know actually how old you have to be in order to be able to be a beach lifeguard. He doesn't want to do it. No.
3: Okay. That's I mean, honestly, if you can do
5: it, I mean that's a it's a it's a good it's a
3: good gig. Yeah. You know? I mean it you have to know what you're doing, but yeah, it yeah. is a good gig. Yeah, no
0: yeah. doubt. Yeah. All right, uh let's see what else we got here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm hoping that we'll have favorable weather tomorrow morning for this because, oh, yeah, um, yeah the, uh, in the sky, there's a rare sight that's taking place. We've been talking about this for a little while. They're almost lined up. I saw it yesterday morning. Oh, you did? Yeah, but uh, the moon is not quite where it needs to be. So five planets will move into an alignment. Uh, so you have uh, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, uh, which you can see most of them. So that three have been lined up for a while now. Uh, but that is tomorrow, and the moon was almost in line with that yesterday that's so cool. uh, in the morning. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, but yes, that will be. Uh, it says the night sky, but I thought it was uh, early in the
7: morning. Early in the yeah. morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Preston, we mentioned this a, a week or so ago, and I put a reminder because we have the blood drive tomorrow morning, so I'm going to oh leave the house a little earlier and hopefully. Like I was actually thinking about driving through Valley Forge uh tomorrow morning to be able to you know catch yeah. it before the dawn you can see everything there you can see it a little bit better yeah um and so you yeah, have a reminder in my calendar tomorrow morning to look up
2: it looks partly cloudy tomorrow morning oh, so. come on. no but but just that can partly work. so maybe All that right. might be able to work
7: yeah uh
0: it has been really cool cuz it's been most of the month that uh, that the three of them have been lined up yeah. and i see it we get a perfect view walking from the uh, the parking lot to our front door we're here. We're pointed right at you it. You can see it. So yeah. uh, it's really cool. But that is tomorrow. This is a rare event. I don't know when this will ever happen again. So if you are into that type of thing, tomorrow morning you will be able to see that. So just heads up on that. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, let's see. Stream of consciousness. Nerd. How about this? Uh, we're going back to the beach. I the beach should, again. probably should have done this one. But uh, beachgoers in Spain who pee while swimming could be handed a fine of hundreds of dollars after a local council introduced the ban. How would you determine if someone in the surf is taking a piss? I was wondering the same thing. Uh, the city
3: of Vigo. I take full-blown dumps in the surf and no one ever knows.
0: Uh, the city of Vigo uh, in the northwestern region of Galicia. It's next to Mortensen. Uh, wants to end the practice of urinating in the sea by imposing a like $700 fine. Correct me if I'm wrong.
3: And I have yet to see any shark or dolphin leave the water to come on land to take a
5: piss. <laughs> yeah. See him in the port of right.
8: all the
0: time. Right. Uh, um, it's it's kind of what's happening there. Local authorities have uh, passed legislation that bans uh, physiological evacuation on the beach or in the sea. Good luck trying to enforce this. I guess maybe... Maybe people do it out on the beach, you know, and, and that's part of this as well. Well if
3: you're standing in the if you're standing knee deep and you're pissing, it's a little more obvious. Right. But if
0: you get into the water, uh it's I it's, do walk down and, and get in waist deep just to take a leak. Yeah. Into the beach. I mean, yeah. it's still or, the ocean. Yeah. It's and it's
3: You know, you're you're not going to make a big dent. Now, in pools they've done things with, and they do literally have that dye. That, no, they don't. They do. There was a story about they've worked on a chemical that you can add to the pool that will show a urine when? discoloration. When did this happen? I read an article a while ago, and I'm completely out of my mind. I've always heard that that was yeah. just a yeah, urban yeah. myth. So, huh, interesting. Um, Maybe
0: maybe I fell
3: for a, a clickbait, but it seemed like they had finally done it.
0: Well, here's an article that says no, Steve. I'm sorry to break your heart. It says there's no chemical which changes color when someone urinates in the swimming pool. There are dyes which could cloud, change color, or produce a color in response to urine, but those chemicals would also be activated by other compounds producing embarrassing false positives.
8: Uh Aha.
2: That was the greatest story, though, because I'll tell you what, as a kid, I because my aunt had a pool in in her backyard, and we used to go over there all summer long, and I'll tell you what, we never peed in her pool because we were so scared (laughs) that it was going to turn a color.
8: Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. is a good deterrent for sure. Uh, so anyhow, but if you do it in Spain and they catch you, you get $700. G-
3: buy. G- great. Trying to enforce that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, in fact, I'm going, that's my new summer vacation. I'm yeah. going to go to Spain, Spain to piss in the water.
0: <laughs> All right. Here's another story. All right. This is a, uh, cautionary tale for parents. Weighted swaddles and blankets.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Are popular among parents trying to get their infants to sleep, but they should not be used on sleeping babies according to a new Recommendation released by the American Academy of Pediatrics. So this is similar to the, a lot of people will use weighted blankets to help them sleep. Yeah. But you can't do it with a baby, right?
3: Both
2: of my brothers use it. Well, uh, uh, my one niece is getting a little bit too old for it, but um, the twins currently use them.
0: Uh, They they released updates to the safe sleep guidelines for the first time in five years. Uh, The updated guidelines are based on the study of nearly 160 scientific articles since 2015 that cover risk factors and statistic trends for sleep-related infant death. And new sleep recommendations are that weighted blankets, weighted sleepers, and weighted swaddles should not be placed on or near oh, a sleeping infant. And <laughs> infants should not wear, listen to this, hats indoors except in the first hours of life or in the neonatal intensive care Wait, unit. Why? I don't know. To-
2: Get, gets them too heated?
0: I don't know why the hat thing is. What about monocles? Um, <laughs> they
7: are okay. Okay.
2: People yeah. swear by those. Um, <laughs> what, monocles? The, no, the, <laughs> no. The swaddling? The swaddling and, and oh. those weighted uh, the weighted swaddles. Well, yeah. I
7: hadn't been around an infant in a while, and, and I had two friends who recently had a baby, and brand new, it was like a week old, and I had forgotten what swaddling does to a baby. It's It's really remarkable watching that happen, and then the baby just calming down and getting mm. into this sort of um, almost makes you want to get swaddled i would love to get swaddled
2: <laughs> i wouldn't i'd feel like i was in a straight jacket
7: <laughs> oh but i'd like to like have somebody swaddle me like somebody handsome yeah yeah <laughs> with with like big fabio. forearms yeah like Fabio. Like oh my Popeye. god if we could
0: ever have fabio you just swaddle me in back house swaddly. just to relax yeah. by by swaddling you mean wrapping you
7: up yes. in, in yeah. something cocooning oh. yeah, yeah like a swaddle post-massage or something like that that'd be pretty oh, badass, bad yeah. yeah. right?
2: there is a uh chocolate cocoon that you get wrapped in at uh what? the hershey hotel
7: chocolate spa. cocoon yeah oh i want that. can you eat it afterwards? you can eat yourself out to Rogers.
0: <laughs> wow
2: no it's like this kind of like this tinfoil stuff. Yeah? and yeah they put this like oh. chocolate
0: yeah oh man um <laughs> can they do the same with hummus
2: <laughs> you could <laughs> probably
0: ask. Yeah. We, we have some blankets around here we, yeah. I don't think yeah we have a baon of blankets
2: oh I want to swaddle Nick i, yeah. I have one I in my me me.
0: I have Nick uh, Casey I have one in my uh, my sleep let's
3: get now. Nick completely swaddled, swaddled for whenever Claire comes in <laughs> let's
2: Hey, guys. He was a little fussy this morning. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, guys. yeah.
0: Let's do it right now. All right. All right. We're All right. Just, uh, bringing... All right she's going to bring in. a box. Yeah, bro. Oh, she's bringing in my whole box. All this right. This is my bed in a box that I, I sleep under my desk sometimes at work. So All right. uh, I have a box. box. that's. It's just a. Uh, Kathy Swaddle Nick. No, it's a smaller swaddle. blanket. Do we have oh, swaddling yeah. music? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I'm i sure we do.
2: Well, Let's, okay. I won't swaddle his feet up. I'll just swaddle th- his And arm. that's not swaddling. You can't. Swad- Look at the size of the blanket. It's not
0: that big. No. Yeah, we have another one. Did you give her the other one? I, it's good. We're going to need more than one. <laughs> we're going to need more than one for sure. While they're getting set, uh, I want to mention this. The eight. AP also recommends that it has in the past that uh, caregivers always place infants to sleep on their backs on firm, flat surface (sighs) and should never add blankets, pillows, padded crib uh, crib bumpers or other items to infants sleeping environment. I didn't know that.
3: We just learned about the um, those kind of rocking chair things that have become problematic that Mm -hmm. look like a perfect thing to put a baby in to go to sleep. And now, right? Yeah, I know what you're
2: talking about. I just had this conversation with um, my brother and sister-in-law who have twins, and they don't put Anything in the crib, so there's no bumper. We always that's remember, what they recommend. Yeah, remember the the bumper, so the baby didn't hit their head on the side mm-hmm. of the crib and all that. Like nothing in there, which is why they use that swaddle thing. It's a zip up swaddle because they don't want the baby to be cold either. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. they that, use that. What, you, what the hell do you do? Because um, there's uh, no pillow, there's no stuffed animals. Like there's, it's just a sheet over the mattress, and that's what the baby sleep on. I
3: don't know what I had. To, you know, for you... I don't know what they used to do. I know we we, we had we kept. I used to play with a revolver in my crib. Oh my mm-hmm. oh. Yeah.
2: Okay, bad idea That's I different.
0: That. Uh, also, caregivers should not use infant sleep products with inclined seat backs of more than 10 degrees and should not use infant car seats, bouncers or other inclined products for sleep. We used to have our kids sleep in the, in the uh, in the, ch- the uh, car seat all the time. Mm-hmm. but that they, seems like they fall asleep anyway, so but um, it's the position, I guess they, they can maybe asphyxiate themselves. you know Oh, did you ever let your kids' teeth on roman
3: candles? No. Okay. No, we I've heard that could be that. dangerous.
0: No. All right, so. Uh, swaddle? Yeah, swaddle. Yeah, swaddle away. Nick is lying on his back, uh, and we have laid out two blankets underneath him, and Kathy is going to wrap him up tightly in a nice swaddle. Casey, I'll need that. Here I go. So she is uh, going. Oh, she's even wrapping all the way up to his neck. This is adorable. I need to turn these microphones on so we can hear you guys over there. Uh, and what's the clicking? He's clicking. It's he his happy sound. Oh, okay. Uh, so, we have how many blankets are we using down Four. there? Kyle? Four. Four blankets. He's a huge right. baby. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Look at how happy he looks, Aww. though. I mean, immediately. I don't think I've ever seen you smile like that before, Nick. Three blankets are being used just for his head. Uh, oh, she gave him a little kiss Aww. night-night.
10: Aww.
7: So, Nick, does it feel good? This is the best thing that's happened all week. <laughs> I love this. Everybody should get swaddled. What no. was, what is the, uh, the the the
5: blanket or the the thing that was? With the
3: snuggie you or, or the slan-
8: oh. yeah,
5: the slut. <laughs> <laughs> you had a, a snuggie and then there's a slanket.
2: Now, do you feel like you could get out, like you, or do you feel kind of stuck in? There? I, I feel like I could kind of get out,
7: but it, also, it feels like you, you're a pretty good swaddler. It, Thank you. Isn't yeah. it supposed to be the
3: case that you're you're supposed to feel like? You're sort of immobile. You're in the womb. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. You're in the womb. Yeah.
2: You're a bit trapped. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like you're still in your mom's womb?
5: <laughs> I do. Nick? By the way, who here's wanted to pee on Nick? Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Did you guys put? Did you put socks over his hands so he doesn't scratch his oh. eyes? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You
0: could do that. I, uh, I, that, that looks like that would be very, very comfortable for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then I would get tired of being bound up like that.
3: Are you think go- it'd
7: be comfortable, like, when you're going to sleep? And then, yeah, after about five minutes, you probably want to wrestle yeah. out of it. It'd be a Nick, good way to get to sleep.
3: Do you sleep with your feet under the blanket, or do you, uh, do you like to use, like, Put yourself into the envelope of a blanket at a uh, a hotel bed or at home, or do you pull the blanket out so it's not...
7: Oh, you know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an untuck, Steve, at the uh, hotel. Yeah, then, I'm not a tuck. Uh, yeah, I'm right with you. I, yeah, I, I but, don't uh, like the tuck. Swaddling is. Uh, this is nice. I'm enjoying this.
2: Okay. <laughs> There's times where like I'll get wrapped up in the sheet, yeah. and then like I freak out and have to. I don't like, like it. Ki- I'm kicking and trying to get it. Untucked. I told you
3: when I was a kid, I used to keep my index finger out. I'd be under the blanket <laughs> so that in case a witch came in and stapled could... the blanket to the uh, mattress, I could lift it up. <laughs> I could work my way out.
0: Well, Nick is now a swaddled happy little baby. <laughs> He's adorable. <laughs> yep. Can right. we get picture people here? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> do our family photos? We should do that, our family photos. All right, we're going to leave him over there because we do have to take a break. So, uh, Nick, enjoy, okay?
7: I will. Thank you. All right, it's there it, you it, go. He four.
8: seems
3: a little fussy. Should you nurse him, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, we need we need to take a break. So, we will wrap the stream of consciousness mm-hmm. Nerd. Mm-hmm section of the program right now uh but when we return i do have the bizarre file stories for you we're gonna have everclear performing live in studio today also comedian ron Funches will be here so stay with us we won't be gone long
4: love preston and steve and WMMR check out wmr.com for more of everything that rocks with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, Desire.
1: WMMR presents Desire. Preston Desire. and Steve's Bizarre
0: to you this morning by Horizon Services. You can get an AC tune-up for $79 and up to a pound of refrigerant free at horizoneasybook.com. Uh, we'll start with this. A group of golfers in Texas had an interesting interruption in the middle of a recent game. A Range Rover tore through the golf course, flo- uh, followed by a police car with sirens blaring. As some golfers pulled their phones <sighs> out to catch the whole thing on camera, I hope they replace their divots. Uh, <laughs> Philip Morgan was one of the people who was who caught video of the incident at Cypress Lakes Golf Course. He said, we're warming up before the round, and the last thing we expected to see is, after we hit a drive out of the, the, uh, and admiring the distance, is a Range Rover that comes flying over the top of the hill. God, we're looking at footage. Yeah, police said that the driver, uh, 20-year-old Gary Martinez, eventually crashed the vehicle in a nearby neighborhood. Can you imagine the damage that's done to the course? Oh, totally. And I I would just... However, I would love to see It'd that be in horrendous. person. It would just be awesome to catch that. <laughs> and it was a cart path only day, too, Press. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're, well, they're in trouble now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So law enforcement sources also You're say... You're in Mart- big trouble, buddy. Martinez uh, spit on a deputy during his arrest. Both he and his 19-year-old passenger were arrested in charge of evading police. No injuries were reported, but the incident was a memorable one for those who witnessed it. Uh, From the middle of a golf game, uh, Morgan said, it was the best start to a round of golf that I've had in a long time. (laughs) A video shared on social media showed an unruly crowd partying and boxing in the foyer of an $8 million Florida home police say that they broke into. Yeah. Uh, The videos were taken from what the Walton County Sheriff's Office called an open house party over the weekend. It shows a large number of people singing, dancing, and fighting in a home Deputies were called to the home to investigate a noise complaint, but most people had left by the time they arrived. Luckily for investigators, though, videos of the party were widely shared on Snapchat, Instagram, and other social media, and it's something that police are using to their advantage. The sheriff's office wrote in a Facebook post, Snapchat isn't private. You may think it is (laughs) if you're a teenager or someone in their early 20s and you're not yet worldly. Your friends will snitch. Word gets out. You'll be tagged in pics on the gram. And also, we can subpoena Snapchat.
3: Well, there were thousands of dollars of,
0: uh, Kathy, like pocketbooks and stuff that were yeah. clipped as well. Oh, man. The message was accompanied with several videos showing the massive house party, including clips of both men and women boxing each other while wearing white gloves. Police say that there was damage to the home and things were stolen as well. The party was supposedly advertised on a flyer. And police are asking anyone who was there, uh, knows someone who was there, was invited, or knows who circulated the flyer to come forward. This is
3: a big thing. Uh, So what happens is they'll find out that the family's on vacation, uh, you know, at a a nicer place Mm -hmm. and, and gain access somehow, even if they break
0: in and then have a party. All right, this is a story I was going to, I picked it out, and and I was going to read it as the last Bizarre File story, and I'm like, no, I can't end on this. This It's too horrific. All right. Uh, But I'll put it in the middle of this one. A man died over the weekend after three dogs attacked him on June 9th as he was walking home. They were essentially eating the guy. Oh, my
2: God. Oh, my God.
0: Relatives identified the victim as 51-year-old Nicholas Vasquez, and according to neighbors, the attack happened after 9 p.m. Calvin Stoy saw Vasquez walk by. He heard dogs barking, and then he heard some moans. Uh, Stoy found Vasquez in a ditch Jeez. and said that he had to fight off the neighbor's dogs. He said both legs were torn up bad, hands and arms. He had bites on his head. He was in really bad shape and had lost a lot of blood at that point. Vasquez's legs were amputated below the knee. Uh, this is the second time, by the way, the dogs have attacked him in the in a month. Uh, the Pitbull Terrier mixes have been terrorizing the neighborhood for weeks, apparently. Animal Control seized the dogs uh, the night of the attack. They were under quarantine. Uh, The sheriff's office said they found a hole in the fence and the dogs had blood on them as well. But they, what have they done to the owners of these dogs? You know they're they're guilty. You know I don't know. Yeah, Uh, a Darwin, Australian man uh, has given a crocodile quote an almighty smack on the nose after the reptile upset the pecking order on his island. Goat Island Lodge owner Kai Hansen used a frying pan. To hit the saltwater crocodile named Fred who charged towards him.
3: That's the way you do it.
0: The kitchen utensil was enough to ward off the scaly visitor and send it back into the water. Hanson, who is also known as King Kai,
8: Ow. lives on so the island. Very naughty.
0: Alongside <laughs> his beloved pet crocodile, Casey. Uh, the reptile entertains visitors on the banks of the Adelaide River. Uh, tourists have the opportunity to visit the island and dine at the bistro and bar named after his pet. He's a handful. Uh, Hansen added that when Fred moved in, Casey started to climb up onto a walkway near the island's teleport. He said now he's uh, bigger than her and that is a problem. Uh, Hansen said that uh, this forced him to bring out his kitchen utensil shield.
8: <laughs>
0: and a special crocodile retrieval team has uh, been sent to the island to collect the reptile. Uh, he said as soon as that happens, Casey will stop coming up there and will come up in her favorite spot and all of the problems will be solved. <laughs> yeah, actually, all the problems uh-huh. will <laughs> be fought, solved. He fought this thing off with a freaking frying pan, man. <laughs> and they're a different breed. Yeah, they are. All right. A 62-year-old man was killed after a bear he attempted to kill turned on him. So the bear killed the hunter before succumbing to its own fatal injuries with the bodies of both later found not far from one another. With my last breath, <laughs> I spit at thee. Uh, the unnamed hunter is believed to have shot and wounded the predator from a platform in a tree. Oh no, it doesn't the, end like this. In the uh, Tulan district of uh, Irkutsk region in Russia. And it is thought the man believed he had killed the bear and descended from the tree only to be attacked and killed by the beast in its final act. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess it was kind of playing dead. Dead, Yeah. Uh, The carcass of the animal was found 50 meters from the place where the man died, uh, the hunter's skull was crushed in the attack, oh, wow. and he suffered claw and fang wounds. You like that, you son of a bitch? From the bear. So he had shot the bear, went down after it. The thing got up and killed him, man. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, well, that's, that's, they they fought to a draw. Let's put it that way. Uh, the hunter had been reported missing, and the macabre scene was discovered after a search party had been organized in the Siberian Siberian region. So, pretty messed up. And there you go. That is what we will end on as far as the bizarre file goes. So, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment and we're going to get uh, Ron Punches. Is he in the. He's on his
10: way. There uh, we he'll go. be
0: in the Acme Lounge shortly. We'll get him into the press in his Steve Studios. After that, we are going to have Everclear performing live in our studio today. Excellent. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us.
9: Hey, friends. Did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger save the date? I mean, we made a big announcement and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set. November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Philabundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout.
2: And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. I
0: can't. What? Terrible! terrible. Get out of here. Get out of here! That was horrible no, traffic. God. Leave. Oh. You're that done did. for the day. Oh God! Under. Thank you for finally doing this. Yeah, because okay. you know, we've all oh, been talking about substandard oh, traffic I, reports. I
3: swaddled
2: and Nick and everything. We can only go so.
3: far. It's, it's not bad. Down. It's yeah. the way it you really fraud. You look at a blank screen and pretend there's these traffic yeah. situations. This is out. upsetting. Or, well, it's... that
2: I'm going. If that's if this is how you guys feel, I'm leaving. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't have the last word.
3: Get out of here.
2: Get out
5: of here. It's not. And it's not. That's great that you swaddled him, but it's your last act, right? gabby
0: has got an appointment. She's got mm-hmm. to leave, so we were
5: just. Like,
2: no, I said last time, leave it at that and just continue the get show. Out. and Don't tell them. gabby has got to go. You said yeah. that last night. Yeah, because you, you did the same thing uh, last time, and oh. then I was like, no, no, don't say anything else. Just, let just it leave go. it at
0: that. Yeah, no, no.
2: Uh,
8: I'm so, out of here. Get out of
0: here. <laughs> <Get outta> here. <laughs> always wanted to say that. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's right. it. She's
8: keeps
3: right.
0: every, on every
8: break. She
3: goes
0: outside and plays with her hacky sack. Now, that I would like to see. I would like to see Kathy trying to kick her a hacky sack. Uh, Real quick, I do want to mention we have a new Daily Rush uh, video that is available, and uh, it is titled Gene Simmons' Chicken Theme Song. And the description says, Gene learns where eggs come from, finally finds the perfect tune for uh, Chicken Place. And honors his fallen feathered friends. I you know,
3: I don't fully recall the the flashpoint at which uh, Gene became associated with chickens on the
0: show. I do. Okay, what was it? Uh, it was um, Casey was playing... Oh, yeah, I remember what it was. There's a, a version. Uh, it was from some Muppets thing, of course. Oh, the CeeLo Green? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. right. And you had just been doing a gene simmons impression and you just you stuck them together yes, we and do you, and you started saying that these that these are the most talented chickens <laughs> you've ever heard of and uh and then it became a gene simmons and, and chicken and we never lost it no uh, never stopped uh so you can be the first to see the new daily rush videos just subscribe to our youtube channel and it is sponsored by xfinity's gig speed internet you can learn more at Xfinity.com. So if you will, please uh, take a look when you have the opportunity.
7: Speaking of uh, taking a look, Preston, we just got a text. And uh, this is a nice. And some people are still being introduced to it. Uh, they're asking if they can watch when um, Everclear is in studio yes. a later on. Yes, you can. We stream the show live for free every day on YouTube. And uh, if you need any of that information, it's up on PrestonAndSteve.com as well. But uh, we are streaming live on YouTube. Somebody likes your shirt, Casey. Oh, wanted cool. to know where they could get it. TJ Maxx. Uh, and, uh, yeah, okay, and then um, Everclear will be in studio in just a little bit. Now, Is M- anything about my shirt? <laughs> uh, not yet. It's green. Okay. Yeah. Is, it Is it TJ
0: Maxx now the place where you get all your golf apparel? Because you've had a couple of shirts. Well, I went
7: there
5: specifically for, like, one golf shirt, and I couldn't decide on one, so I bought four. <laughs> okay. They were, like, twelve ninety nine a piece. So... twelve ninety nine. That's not bad. That's, I'm a Max. Are you kidding
0: me? That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Do they that- tailor
5: them for you? No, no, oh. no. As you can tell, I'm... St- <laughs> Really busting out of this shirt. That shirt is green. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: I was like, it's great.
5: You messed with my eyes yeah. a little bit.
0: All right, question. What's up with Ron? Funches? Okay,
5: <laughs> so they're over at Two Balla Plaza. Okay, not at One Balla Plaza. <laughs> it happens. It shouldn't because I sent them the specific address. Okay. I, did, them- I, I didn't send them One Balla Plaza Suite. Whatever. I sent them the actual street address, so I don't know how they ended up over there. They should at least let it. them check out Saxworth Avenue. Okay, yeah. I <laughs> well. If thank I didn't you. get that text saying you guys are right next to Saks, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I'm like, No, I've Everclear made it here. I see yeah. the guys in the uh, in the Acme Lounge right now. Uh-huh. So, oh, the, the, the thank you guys That's, being here. Aren't you are the man? Thank you, brother. We'll get you in here in a few. <laughs> Uh, real quick though, I did have a um, uh, an email that I got, and it says, who uh, from Australia," <laughs> and "Hey guys, I am from Adelaide, Australia, and I've been listening since Casey's first child was born. Wow! And I remember you guys crossing over to him at the hospital, and the way he talked about what he was uh, feeling was really beautiful. And I'm pretty sure that I am Australia's longest Preston and Steve listener." And as such, I'm requesting for myself, if that's a thing, a Yoo-Hoo out as opposed to a Shart out. Every time I hear that Yoo-Hoo, it makes me chuckle. And you guys keep rocking. Love you, your truest and longest Aussie, Aussie fan. And that is from Margot. Margot Sates is her name.
3: All right. So Here we go. She wants
0: it, all right? Yeah. That is for you. You can hear that all the way down in Australia. By the way, uh, when we're in a crowd
3: situation mm-hmm. and we do that, it's an amazing thing to witness. Yeah, we did it at the barbecue. Yep. Yeah,
0: and you had thousands of people yes. yoo-hooing along.
5: The old classic yoo-hoo. Kenan's uh, too. Who's Kenan. yeah. uh-huh. Uh Press. I reached back out to Margot. Uh, I was like, we ha- we have to have you on our show. We got to like zoom in with you because I mean, she's not like from Philadelphia. She lives in Australia, right? She's- I don't know how
7: that ends up on how we end up on their radars. She did a song for us one time. I don't know if you guys remember. It was I don't. Like years ago, probably a decade or so ago, and uh, she recorded it. Yeah, she has she's been like she said she's been listening for a really long time and see if I know how you feel like inherently about Australia and I and love like, the people I get of it. Australia. I, I, I want to get there at some point in my life. though. Yes. I, know, I know it takes a long time to get there and it's far, um but it's I, just that everything there even the most benign <laughs> things can kill you. I know, but I still want to see it. Yeah.
0: Hey, how close, how far is New Zealand from Australia as far as uh, 10 miles. a flight goes? Any idea? A flight from, like, uh, Sydney to New Zealand? Yeah, or know. Melbourne. Look, yeah, I guess Sydney would be close. But, uh, I mean, they on a map, it's like, hey, they're next-door neighbors. <laughs> they're right there. Right. But, I mean, Australia looks like, you know, Papua New Guinea is closer than New Zealand and uh, maybe even Singapore. I'm not really sure.
7: Let me, um, let me check because you can do uh, directions on Google. Maps. Man is it a haul though. My dad, uh, he's done it. W-
0: not Australia, but Singapore, which Ugh. is most of the way there. Mm. And he said that that was that flight was ridiculous. Mm. Like it was, it was a like twenty hour in in the air thing. Ugh. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's from Adelaide yeah. uh, to New Zealand is... All right, Sydney to, to New Zealand, three and a half hours. That's okay. doable. Okay. That's not bad. I'd love
3: to visit New Zealand. Oh, man. I mean, also just on a cinematic level, you have the whole Lord of the Rings situation. And uh, that's where Zena was feeling, Preston. But well. it's
0: it's everything from uh, mountainous regions to, you know, to, it's it's got everything. I mean, yes. And it's, you, you have uh, glacial uh, uh, formations and yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's incredible.
5: Uh, Nick, do you remember the name or the subject line of this woman's song? I don't, Casey. I,
7: I mean, it was one of those yeah, ones it was where it was like... Smoke on the water? No, no, no. Just, uh, <laughs> we had a stretch where listeners were, were doing a lot of songs for us. Yes. Uh-huh. And Margot contributed one from Australia, and um, it was one that kind of floated in and out. We didn't play it a lot, but I know that she sent it to us. I just have a recollection of that. We've got to do the, one of those
3: maps again where people can, can uh, pin where they are around the world because it's amazing how many people we have who are not transplants from this area right. who are listening to the show. And I, I, how they come across this show... Uh, it still boggles my mind because yeah. there's
0: a lot out there. It's always an interesting story how they do that. Like this email I got it says, Hey, I want to do Ask a shout out for my coworker, Connor. Uh, he had never heard of you guys until I started playing the podcast while we worked together unloading trailers. And as a result, you guys have a new fan. Ah. Uh, he's a beast. And real good guy, and he deserves the juiciest of shards. Thank you. Keep rocking, as for Matt Concini. So here you go. Quick shout out for his coworker Connor. So getting turned on to the program. I like for that. People.
3: people don't understand, by the way, the shard out. We we shout outs were a little too common.
0: So we, yes, we exactly. We had, to, we had to put our own twist on it, right? And uh, so we did it uh, that way. So. Um, so are we just kind of in a in a limbo uh, thing right we now? We could do limbo if I you mean, want. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did I didn't, you, were you ever good at that? <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. And, of course, music in three, <laughs> two, one. And, yeah, there it is. Uh, I was okay at it on roller skates. Did you see the commercial
3: for the uh, Lego Star Wars vacation? Nope. Okay, so it's the Star Wars characters in the Lego animation. They do a great thing. They're limboing under a lightsaber. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) It doesn't go well. No, that's a, uh, yeah, you're (laughs) you're taking a risk if you're limboing under a... uh... Uh, Lights ever Were you any good at limbo's?
5: Uh, not really. I mean, I was probably top 50%. Because I was talking to you the other day about the, our splash parties that we used to have at the swim club growing up. Because mm-hmm. uh, there was a contest. And one of the, the DJ's contests was uh, how many times did they say Mickey in the song Oh Mickey. But I also remember doing the limbo. And
0: it <laughs> Marisa brought Uh, in a limbo stick. I'm like, I'm not. No, I'm not doing a limbo. uh, My
3: back would (laughs) basically break right in half if I tried that. Yeah. On a beach, you can do it. It's a lot easier because you can dig into the sand and... Make your legs, you know, slightly akimbo, uh, but... Uh, for limbo? For limbo. <laughs> uh, I
0: I was just reminded of this, man. It was so goofy. My kids got so excited over a, a, a Christmas gift one year. It was, I kid you not, it was called Chicken Limbo. Okay. Chicken Limbo. <laughs> Chicken limbo. It's one that even Gene Simmons would want to participate <laughs> yeah. in. Phenomenal game. Yes.
3: <laughs> the name of the game is Chicken Limbo.
7: <laughs> Didn't we um, do it in Jamaica when we had the... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 trip.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. They they had everybody do the limbo, but but chicken limbo was a. <laughs> it's a game. Yeah, it's a game here. Oh my it had, god! It's a, it's a limbo stick you go under, and oh if, you, if you if you, hit, you hit the, the chicken, chicken, it would start you know uh, uh, cockadoodle doing or, or <laughs> clucking or, or whatever chickens yeah. do. Uh, and I don't know why. We've got to. Is... I thought it was like a throwaway gift, and and my kids went crazy. <laughs>
5: oh my chicken
0: god. limbo. Oh, that's By terrific.
5: the way, watching the commercial, and the kids are cheating. They're not oh, they're doing Limbo the right way. They're
0: reprehensible. They should be yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd spit on them. Uh, but anyway, uh, Chicken Limbo, I don't know how we got here, but our guest has arrived. We were just killing time, and now he is here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, appearing at Punchline tonight, Ron Funches! Yay!
11: How you doing, Ron? Oh, I love waking up to a round of applause. <laughs> nice nice to see it. And chicken limbo. And chicken limbo. How's your limbo game, Ron? Is it good? Uh, no, I'm built like a brick. I'm no good. I got no fulcrum. I got I'm just no butt involved at all. So, no, my limbo game is trash. It's,
3: it's wild if you see, like, they do it from uh, Rio or whatever. They actually have, like, international competitions, and the people get down almost completely parallel to the floor, mm-hmm. bent back. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's that's a death waiting to happen.
11: Yeah, they look like a stick of gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they look like they're really good at sex. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I couldn't do that. <laughs> right. That's the assumption, right? That yeah. they'd be great in bed, but yeah. who knows? Yeah. So,
0: nice welcome welcome back to philadelphia
11: yeah. thank you for having me of course it's uh, man. hectic to be here yeah. <laughs> trying to have fun between the chaos delayed flights bomb threat oh, out no. of lax what? really yeah i know if i hadn't left an hour if we had left an hour later we would might not be here so i'm just happy to be here oh, wow. how did you find out
3: about the bomb threat do they they usually don't announce things like that over the intercom
11: no but i guess there was a chatty steward <laughs> <who'd be getting laughs> by the way there was it's a bomb threat. Yeah, it's
7: like you shouldn't let people. You got it. <laughs> just let me just
11: be ignorant sometimes. Yeah.
8: <laughs>
7: Do you like flying out of in, a, in and out of LAX because it, it's a hectic airport and there's always a lot going on. And, and I love visiting L A. Love visiting California, but it can be. Stressful, that airport.
11: Yeah, no, I don't. No, who does? <laughs> Everybody hates going to that airport. Um, there, there's a lot, some positives that I enjoy out of it. They got a nice, like, little seltzer water I uh, <laughs> Machine, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Got seltzer at got, the airport. Yeah, peach little peach seltzers. Nice. Fun. I yeah. feel like
5: you usually see a famous person in that airport. So for mm-hmm. us, you know, who we don't live in L. A. and it's not like a regular occurrence, I remember being at the
7: airport standing behind Chuck Liddell. I was like, <laughs> I Chuck Liddell. Casey, I saw Coolio hanging yeah. outside the airport one time. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Coolio, and in L. A. It was cool, It was totally
11: cool. So, Ron, yeah. you would be
3: the one who'd be famous to be seen. But did you see anybody else of any note as you were traveling?
11: Uh, somebody skipped like the security line, so I'm pretty sure they were famous. Okay. I just didn't know them. And then my friend said that she saw a lady from some vampire show, but that's like the 20 vampires. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. Who knows? But my favorite one is that one time I went through and I saw uh, I saw Ice Cube there, and that was fun. Really? So yeah. And he was just having a. He was just seemed so happy. <laughs> Wouldn't you be? I don't... That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, you got good life. Yeah. I saw Hulk Hogan in
0: Tampa. That's right. Uh, and security was uh, searching him.
5: Yeah,
3: well, uh, you've
0: got th- to. They had pulled him aside and they were, they were doing a check At on At what him, yeah.
3: point, I mean... You're Hulk Hogan. It's clear you're Hulk Hogan. Yeah. There's, there are all, all physical signs lead to Hulk Hogan. Yet they
11: still, I guess they do that to say, see, we do it to Hulk well, Hogan. I too. like it. I like to imagine that there's a world where Hulk Hogan's a drug mule. You know? <laughs> 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 I think check him out. Yeah. <laughs>
7: what level of fame and or wealth do you have to achieve when you can start flying private? Cause I, I, ooh, I know a few people who have. Graduation. Well, Bert, I think is the, yeah, Bert's there, and then uh, there's some people that you know, we become friendly with, and I asked, you know, how was the flight in? They're like, it was great. It was a private plane, mm-hmm. and they don't have to stress about that anymore, but I don't know... I don't know how much money you have to have to get to that point.
11: Oh, more money than I have. <laughs> <laughs> money. I'm at the level where sometimes I get to be on pe- people's private planes. But the actual idea of ownership, <laughs> <or> <laughs> filling up that gas tank is, is crazy to me. No, not 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 yet. Yeah. But I, well, that's actually we I was talking to my, my, my buddy Gabe, who's going to be opening for me at the Punchline tonight. We're, we're doing the same thing. I was like, man, I don't need it. It would be fun to get there. It would be fun to try it. Especially now because they are
3: canceling so many flights, like thousands of flights. So in your line of work, that involves a ton of travel. Mm -hmm. Have you immediately noted an impact and have you gotten stranded a lot?
11: Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's just been issues with every single flight that I've been on, Uh. for sure, where there's crew's sick or they're running close to their hour limit uh it's been always hectic so i just think it takes a little bit more effort and i'm just a little bit more um precise in how i choose which places i want to go and i just like coming here and and so it's, it's worth the effort it's been a while yeah yeah it's been a bit I
0: want to ask about the hat you're wearing. It just has a saxophone on it. Is mm-hmm. it? Is it. Do you play?
11: No, it's about my friend Jeremiah Watkins, who's a great comedian, and he plays the saxophone. I just like the color combo. <laughs> okay, <play>. all right. <laughs> Black and purple and gold looks cool. I'm, I'm always honest. usually rapping some other comedian and yeah. something that I'm wearing. I just like I just like representing other comedians.
3: That's cool. Yes. Has it been so? Getting back out on the road has it been? Uh, has it been uh, cathartic? Has it been wonderful? Uh, were you instantly reminded of what you didn't like about the road, or uh, has it been all of those?
11: All of the above, yeah. for sure. It's been nice to just see people I haven't seen in years. Um, I have a new baby who's two months old. Congratulations! So that, wow. Thank you. So it's kind of um, I'm not used to like missing. I guess I already have my wife, but it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Now that you think about it. I'm going to miss you. But my son, I'm just having a hard time be away from. I hate it. I don't like it at all. Is this your first? uh it's my first trip since
0: yeah. Oh no, I mean your first child.
11: Oh, my first child. Yeah. No, I have a I have a 19 year old and a two month old. Whoa, it's a range. I got a range. Yeah, it is range. Yeah.
0: yeah. We were just talking about uh, there was a recommendation from the American Association of Pediatrics about babies and uh, when they're in the crib mm-hmm. and not having anything mm-hmm. at all in there with them. I mean, yeah. no blanket, no none of that stuff. Nothing. Uh, and uh, so you guys are all aware of the latest. Because baby technology changes over time. Like something that was considered the norm is all of a sudden extremely dangerous two years oh, yeah. later. You know?
11: Oh, yeah. That's how I feel about it. It's like, well, my old baby, I thought we we're doing the right thing. I guess it's lucky he's alive. And <laughs> yeah. 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 all this updated information. Yeah, and the new baby sleeps like he's in prison.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ron, we used to run around in the car while it was traveling. Yeah. Like there, there was... The notion of sitting with seatbelts in a car was ridiculous, you know. And we would jump around and crawl over the seat to the front. and It was part of the deal. You're right. How we ever survived, apparently, yeah. is miraculous.
11: Well, cars were like more metal slabs then. Yeah. Now, now they fall apart at a drop of a hat. My right. wife
5: slept on the floorboards, the back floorboards of the car from, like, this area all the way down to Florida. <laughs> because her sister uh, convinced her that it was, like, the more fun place to to lay. And so,
7: you know, for for an entire twenty four hours,
5: and you know, you think nothing of it.
7: It seems good at the time, yeah. yeah. My brother has a, a little girl, a little baby girl, and he also just got a puppy recently. And he had a business trip, and so he was he was he knew that he was going to miss the puppy and miss the baby. Uh, but he also got to go to a hotel that had the um, dark blinds mm-hmm. and a really big, comfortable bed. And he said for the first time in like two years, he got a good night's sleep. So when you're on the road away from the baby, are you actually sleeping a little better?
11: Yeah, that was the plan and then I <laughs> said I was going to come here. <laughs> yeah,
8: really, we ruined it. I was like, why did I make this choice?"
5: <laughs> and that was a last minute decision too. I, you know, the, the, the well, we to appreciate. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
11: By by oh, time. I'm happy yeah. to. Was, I mean, I haven't been in a long time and, and I love this job so to me, getting people, to, letting them know I'm in the city is paramount. I'll, I'll go home and, uh, or go to the hotel and nap it up this afternoon.
3: Well, they love you for the stand-up but they also love you for your acting you're in the new, the new Apple uh, TV series with Maya Rudolph, correct? Yeah. We- Elute. Yeah. It looks really good. What was it like? I think Maya Rudolph is phenomenal. Well, a lot of people do. Phenomenally talented. What, what, what's it like working with her?
11: Uh, it's a dream. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. You know, intimidating is the best word to, to put about it because I had to just come to her the first day and be like, look. I want to just treat this like a regular job and do my best, but before I do that, I have to be like, "I love you." Saturday Night Live, yeah. I, mean, this, I, I love your mom. My mom loves your mom. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had to just get all Minnie that. Minnie Riperton, right? Yeah, yeah.
8: exactly. So,
11: uh,
3: is it, with people like that at that level, and I think you know, she she's appreciated. I think she she'll be appreciated more in the long run, and this series will hopefully go a long way to do that. But it's almost like they have a second channel running in their brain where they're just. Like firing all the time and hearing different stuff that's just comes out funny.
11: Yeah, it is really fun to see her be in character like during the scenes and then just break and then just do a whole different funny song or thing that she's just been thinking about in her head. Like you said, like she's got a whole different two tracks going and then if not more than that, because she's also an executive producer on the show. So you'd see her like improvise these funny lines and then nail the emotion of a scene and then get on a call about like the art that she wanted for the billboards. So it was really watching how much work and effort it takes to be, like, a real, like, boss. So she's
3: a wealthy socialite in the series? Is that the gist of it?
11: That is the gist of it. The gist of it is that she is married to, like, a tech billionaire weirdo, <laughs> and, and then they get divorced, and she becomes the third richest woman in America, <laughs> but as we find out, money doesn't buy happiness. <laughs> she has to find her purpose.
3: And who do you play in the
11: series? I'm her cousin Howard, who took advantage of the fact that she had so much money to get a job at her foundation but we haven't seen each other in a while and i just kind of am funny and sweet and i'm trying to reintroduce her to the world of her family that she kind of left behind when she got uh billions of dollars
3: that's cool that's cool this is so we we're friends with rob McElhaney, and uh, he has his uh, mythic quest show mm-hmm. and, and uh m night shaman they're all these are all apple uh, tv apple plus uh, and what's it like to work for them? And and uh, you know, was it a, a different level of set?
11: Uh yeah, absolutely. I just say, as far as the the first day that we we had to shoot this scene where we're getting some plane turbulence, and I had been in uh, been in network shows before, and so I was like, okay, maybe they'll get like two grips to, like, hold up a half of a, a fake plane right. and shake it a little bit. But they had this huge, like, hydraulic system that looked like... It a was, gimbal. Yeah, yeah, it was much more. It was just this series of levers and pulleys that made it like a, we were on a roller coaster, and I was like, this thing costs a lot of money. <laughs> so I was like, I'm on a different level of show now. <laughs> and just all the press, like a, international press. I'm used to just like always doing American stuff, and we're doing a lot of press for like where they are like guys like, I feel like I'm the Indian Howard. And I was like, what? This Duh. is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to ask you, if you're working for Apple, well, ostensibly, uh, I don't know if this is a case,
3: but I, if I'm you're the first person I, I can ask this to. Uh, or, i thought to ask it too. Do you get a discount
11: on Apple products? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm aware of at all. You might, might want to ask. I do want to. Yeah, ask. yeah. I yeah. want to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> I did give a free pair of AirPods when I did some press. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I like, you can keep these AirPods. I promptly lost them. That's all like right.
0: all the people it. we've talked to who have done uh, like Disney shows. Sure. And we've asked, yeah. well, you get to go to the parks for free. Well, they're like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. no. Mm, Not it's a at ripoff. All. Yeah. yeah. No. So, know, the, like, the
11: closer you're in, the more you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to piss people
5: off by calling them Airbuds, by the way uh but uh there's a basketball player who used to play uh, Nick played for Villanova he's in the NBA now and it was just on social media I don't know if you pay attention to, like basketball or not but this dude lost like 15 pairs of earbuds uh and you could, it it just it became like a story because you saw on his um on his bluetooth little uh roster it was like AirPod One, AirPod Two, AirPod Three, AirPod, and he just can, continues to lose them, uh, and they're
11: easily lost. Oh, very yeah, nice yeah. 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 I would be, a, uh, I would be that guy if I continue. <laughs> I, I, that's why I know I love them. They seem great, but I would never purchase them. I only get them for free because I will. Yeah. I my my wife, since as as I got them, she's like, "Well, enjoy them for the day." <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> for the day. It was, Josh Hart was the
0: player, by the well, way. Well, d- I mean, he travels a lot. You travel a lot. Dude. Are you pretty good at uh, at hanging on to all the? your? your belongings as you're moving around so much or do you... Yo, no, really?
11: Not at all. What? I love so many things. I'm so lucky that, like, my Nintendo Switch has come back to me on multiple occasions <laughs> where I thought it was lost to the wind. Uh, uh, no, it depends on the time of the flight, but I'm often inebriated
8: <laughs> That leads to early it.
3: morning. So do you do, do you, uh-huh. so the Switch, yeah, I know you're a big gamer. Is mm-hmm. the Switch your console of choice or do you have other, are the rigs at home?
11: Oh, I got everything. I play everything, PC. PC, VR, Steam Deck, Switch, wow. PlayStation. I'm just a big You do nerd. Oculus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A bunch of my f- nerd friends, I went in. And, uh, I do a Twitch. People can come by. Ron underscore fun. Just play games with me. And uh, they were all in VR headsets playing mini golf together. Like a, It was super cute and super weird. It was a big um, one of the positive side effects of the pandemic kind of rediscovered my love of gaming and uh, likewise. Yeah, bringing it into my friendship group, where we're now, like, we all hang out and play games. This this new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game, like yeah. the whole game from the arcade. Well, it's six players online. You could be Shredder or April O'Neil. <laughs> really? Right.
5: What about Casey Jones? Can you be Casey
11: yes, Jones? Yes, you
8: can. <laughs> right. Well, let me ask you, because I
3: saw this doing some research on you, and it's it, I saw the question post, and I purposefully didn't want to read the answer. So what video game world would you like to live in? And they'd asked it to you. So I'm going to ask you now, what video game
11: world Mm. would you love to live in? My, it, okay, I mean it, de- it depends really. <laughs> yeah. If it's just me and my wife and my son, it's probably Super Mario World because it's just bright and colorful, and I get to ride a dinosaur. That would be fun. <laughs> but if I'm by myself, it probably is the Fighting World of Dead or Alive, where there's buxom, big, beautiful women, <laughs> and then also their physics of their boobies are weird.
8: <laughs> <laughs> that game
3: is. I remember when that game first came out. It's like, you, wow, man, you they. they they really spent a lot of time on those physics.
8: Yeah,
11: you yeah. could tell they put most of the money in boobs in that game. <laughs> you the whole like, department. that was a good decision because I'm purchasing it now.
3: <laughs> a
11: lot of R&D R- 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 on that. Yeah. Uh, Press, would you I'd be have, in Zelda? I'd be in Zelda. Uh-huh. I'd be
0: in in one of those Zelda worlds in Hyrule probably. <laughs>
11: okay, well, have fun until you get to a water temple. and then you <laughs> <up in Hawaii>.
0: I'd get something that would help me breathe underwater. Not being okay. <laughs> All right, we'll most most
3: that. frustrating game, most frustrating boss battle. Uh, what what made what has made you crack the most controllers?
11: Ooh, it's gotta be something in Elden Ring for sure. I don't know if you guys have played yeah, that uh, game.
3: Well, I maybe. I dabbled and and I tapped out. I'm yeah. like I, I knew I was going to be smashing systems, and so I gave up. <laughs>
11: Yeah, I still love it, and I'm. I think I made about halfway through. I'm probably going to go back, but it's one of the most difficult games I've ever. But it was a lot like life to me, where you're just like you're like I'm going to figure this out. I hate this person, and then when you finally beat them, you're just like I'm better than everybody. <laughs> it's, it's such a good feeling. That's
3: the ultimate. That's the thing. And Preston, I talk about this all the time. Or any 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 gamer you talk about will have that dream of the game, you'll you'll be doing your job during the day, and you'll come to, you, oh, if I go through the left door, mm-hmm. it, it never leaves your mind, it stays with you until you crack whatever, the, the uh, Tomb Raider stuff to, for me was a lot of that, especially the, the new reboot games, mm-hmm. the, the puzzles, and also God of War, same thing.
11: Yeah, no. For me, I know I'm addicted to a game. I know it's a great game. If I close my eyes and I still see it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good sign. In it.
0: Yeah. yeah, the moment that I would, and I, and I haven't gamed that hard in a long, long time, but uh, that that I would have the dreams, I knew it was time to back off. Yeah, because uh, if when I was you wake dreaming up, about a particular game, a very particular game, then I would be like, dude, you are, you got to back off of this, or the
3: sun rising, or the sun <laughs> rising too. as you're playing.
5: Yep, that's that's a sign. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's yep. a sign. Uh, Hey, so hang on. I'm on on your Twitter. And by the way, you're a great follow on Twitter. Uh, I just saw this. Uh, You posted a picture. and said, I'm watching someone watch me on my flight to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So you were literally sitting behind somebody who was watching your
11: your set? Yeah, they were watching my set on the Amy Schumer uh, parental advisory thing that Netflix put out like a month ago. Um, It was the first time I saw someone watching me in the wild. I've I've set up situations to force my friends to watch me. (laughs) But someone just watching me just out in the blue I'd never seen before so I just kind of watched her watch me. She had a mask on though so it was very To see if she was laughing or smiling. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I couldn't see at all. (laughs) So then when she was done I just tapped her on the shoulder and asked her if she had any reviews for it. And she said that she liked it. Good. Like when I talk about my son. She thought I was going to be dirty and raunchy from the beginning and <laughs> how I set it up, but then it turned out that she loved it. She said <laughs> I was her favorite of the whole group. All All right. Right. All right.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Ronna, I love when you show up on, on different shows, and uh, it's an old concept and an old conceit, but uh, to tell the truth, I thought it was really well done. I thought Anthony Anderson was a great host. Absolutely. Uh, you did like six or seven of those, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, is that coming back? Is that going to be on TV again? Because it's a fun TV. Yeah,
11: I believe so. I haven't heard anything about it not coming back, so I believe it certainly will. It is super fun. It's just, those are like my favorite things to do right now. It's the just, game shows? Yeah. Yeah. Silly stuff. What just, about you? You've done your share of hosting. What yeah. about you hosting one? I'd love to. I'm in a I'm, I'm trying. I would what, love to. What's your bucket list game to host, if you could, of Price those? Is right. Price, Price is Right. Price is Right? Oh, yeah, that's the money shot. Yeah, I would love yeah. to host that. And it's got a strong background of being hosted by comedians. And yeah. I think I just have a good... And it's my son's favorite show. So I think um, it just would be really cool. What's
3: your favorite um, What's your favorite game on Price is Right?
11: Uh, the one where they go up... Is it, I don't know if it's called Matterhorn. Or yes, or the only one. one. Yes, the only one. Yeah. yeah.
10: yeah.
11: yeah. It oh, might be yeah.
10: it's Alpine. Alpine, yeah. is that yeah, it? No, I think it's
5: Alpine. Is oh,
11: it a mountain climber? Probably. Well, it,
0: it,
5: here you go. Yeah, this is it.
11: that's it.
0: It makes me feel good when I hear it. It is definitely. I think we're, that and Plinko are probably the two most yeah. popular games that are mentioned the most. So. Absolutely. Uh, it's called Cliffhanger.
11: Oh! Yeah, Price is Right, cliffhanger. Like the Stallone movie. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) They based the movie off of the gang. (laughs) All
0: right, well, listen, gang, Ron is at Punchline this weekend. No, just tonight. It's tonight only. Oh, my God. All right, 730. So this is exclusive. you got to get this uh, these tickets right yeah, away. Moving on. Uh, you can go to uh, punchlinephilly.com and check out the one and only show this evening. But it's great to see you, man. We appreciate Pleasure. you stopping by. Made me by. feel like
11: things are getting back to normal. Yeah. yeah
0: absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much. Run Funches, yeah. guys. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second when we return to Everclear, performing live in our studio. Stay with us. Hey, gang, a huge thank you to everyone that signed up for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Appointment slots are pretty much full, so we just want to remind everyone that has signed up to please be on time for your appointment. And if you couldn't get into our event this year, we encourage you to find a blood drive near you. We want to thank each of our donation locations. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. And the
3: Event Center Inside Live Casino in Hell, Philadelphia.
0: All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and on-site refreshments, including Everfresh Juice. Plus a reusable tote bag from our friends at Window Nation. The I Bleed for Preston and Steve blood drive, benefiting
4: the American Red Cross. Sponsored by Recovery Centers of America. For addiction and mental health treatment, call 1-800-RECOVERY.
0: From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. We are excited to have our next guest in the studio this morning. It will be, it's 30 years uh, that the album World of Noise came out. (laughs) Uh, And they're celebrating uh, this today with uh, performing at uh, the Keswick Theater, along with uh, the band uh, Fastball and the Nixons, and we would like to welcome Everclear to yeah! the studio this morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Man. We have Art and uh, Davey and Freddie and Brian who are all here this morning. Thank you guys for being here. Maybe. Thank you. You didn't even have to look at the cheat sheet too much. So was good. Just a little bit. I had a glance. <laughs> Gotta be. I've 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 a, a track record of getting people's names wrong. So <laughs> I, I uh, never,
6: dude. Uh, it up. Yeah, as long as you spell them right on the check, that's, <laughs> that's
0: all that matters.
3: <laughs> we're really extra pleased because you're performing tonight and you're here this morning. And uh, that's that's a big uh, big uh, thing to ask of you guys, but you came in and you were punctual
6: which we appreciate as well. Well, so. we didn't have a choice. You you sent your drivers to come get us. <laughs> yeah. They were a little rough around the edges, Oh, like were I tell they? You. oh yeah. But we but we kind of like that stuff, so that's <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I we were when we when uh, management asked me if I wanted to come in, I was like absolutely. I you know, MMR has been a part of Everclear since basically you know, Santa Monica. Yeah. yeah. And uh, even Harold Girl, I think yeah. you guys might have played. Yeah. And uh, so since 95. So I am very, very uh, honored. And we all are that you asked us to come in. and well, thank you. And uh, just respectful of the relationship over all these years. It, do- well,
3: it does feel like a, like a friendship over the years. You know, we, though you, you've done various gigs. We were at another station prior to MMR Y100 and, and here as well. And, um, uh, in
6: the same family,
3: though, right? Y- yeah, yeah, rock, rock, yeah, basically, right. Uh, but the, 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 you know, it, it's good also to see where you are in particular, art in, in your life. And, and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, there was a point at which I said, I really like listening to what you have to say. You're with age, it, it does happen. I'm in your ballpark age wise, and, and, uh, y- you do start to put things together, and you have such a wonderful take. And a lot of it has been born out of, you know, Trials and Tribulations of, of... And in fact, there's a wonderful documentary that's out uh, about you guys. Um, and uh, and it seems like you all are in a good place. It seems this is the sweet spot that a lot of times maybe you don't consider at the beginning of a career. But that when you get to, you're able to be yourselves and just enjoy it. Is is that a correct assessment of where you are?
6: I think that's a great assessment of where uh, I am. And I think uh, as a band... You know, I mean, when we really just started thinking about that, this has been 30 years since I started the band, you know, and it was the same year that my eldest daughter was born and I moved to Portland and it was rough and I had no idea what was going to happen. We were trying to slug it out in the clubs, just another band. And we got a chance to record for 400 bucks in trade and we (laughs) recorded every song we had. And. I didn't tell the band at the time, there was other guys, I didn't tell them that, uh, I basically wanted to see if I wanted to keep doing the band. Wow. I to see if there was anything in the, you know, if there was any magic in the music, and there was. And I sent it out to people, and people started writing about it, and we got gigs, and we got accepted South by Southwest. So, uh, earlier this year, me and Freddie, Freddie Herrera, my bass player here, we, we found the, uh actual mixtapes i thought they were gone oh wow i thought they were gone they had been traveling with me for moves you know i've moved 20 times in the last 20 years
3: they were at the bottom of very dirty boxes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sonically uh, they they they're they're they held up though
6: oh my god Yeah. yeah we went into this with this guy who is an archivist and he had to bake the tapes and clean them but we put them up against the uh the time in '94 when I licensed it to Capital, when we signed to Capital, and they mastered it and they did it without me. And it was almost a lawsuit because they weren't supposed to do that. And it was really high endy, but finally I just let it go and, and thin and brittle. And we A beat it versus what we have now and it just sounds familiar. that's
0: amazing all right i wanted to ask you, you know with 30 years ago 92 um a, a, a transition happened in in rock-based music and you know nirvana led the way and, and that's Seattle soundhead and a whole floodgate of bands just uh, fell upon us as as uh, as music consumers as listeners as music fans and so on um it seemed from that perspective like Everybody was getting signed to a record label deal. Mm. Um not and, not us. Not, yeah, maybe well, that's too. what I was going to ask. <laughs> the reality of it was, you know, a, a bunch of bands did get in, but there are a lot of people who didn't. So you, you know, it wasn't like you, all of a sudden you make a band and, and you hit. You know, you, you had to have the real deal. You had to back it up. But what were those? What were those early days like when that? Uh, when this whole new rush of music started getting the uh, the exposure that it did?
6: Well, you know, it's it's really funny because before. 92 and 91, I was living in San Francisco and I had a record label and it was more alternative country based. But my band, Colorfinger, stupid name, good band, um, (laughs) had, um, you know, I did my first album where I wrote everything and produced everything. And, you know, it was my first time doing that. And it was way more in that alternative like world like the replacements and Husker Du and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. Pixies and and um, a friend of mine uh, was in Europe when uh, Nirvana broke, and he's like, "Wow, that kind of sounds like my friend Arts Band a little bit." And I'm like, "I wish." <laughs> <laughs> but Nirvana did. They opened the door for everybody in nineteen late 1991, and um, a lot of good, a lot of bad. Yeah. But uh, but for us, I moved to Portland. Because my girlfriend was from Portland and she was pregnant, and we moved up there. My, plus, she had family there. My oldest sister was living there, so I had family there, and it just made sense. Okay. Uh, and plus, trying to trying to raise a kid in San Francisco with no money yeah, uh, difficult. A, it's one of the most expensive cities yep. in the world. I, but Portland was just great. But it was hard because we were the people from California, and. The locals didn't like that. So we had a hard time getting gigs. But then after World of Noise and I sent it out, people just started writing about it. And even though the local hipsters didn't dig it, people started booking us. We started opening for national bands. We started doing regional tours and local tours. And and a year later in 94, we got signed to Capitol. I was watching footage of Dave
3: Grohl. It the earliest days of the Foo Fighters. And you guys were on tour with that.
6: Actually, no. We were playing a show in at the uh, Roslyn Theater, the Roslyn in, in New York City. That's not there anymore. The you know the ballroom, Roslyn Ballroom, and we're playing with them. And if you watch the whole scene, <laughs> if you watch the whole scene, they're they're asking them. I think Kurt Loder's going. So a lot of people say this band is kind of Everclear is kind of ripping off your old band Nirvana. He goes. I don't think they sound like Nirvana. <laughs> Bush sounds like Nirvana. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny clip, because everyone looks like they're nine years old. I know. I but, know. you know, it's amazing, too, and I didn't realize this, but um, you guys hit, you were 33, right? When, when the band really clicked in fully. Yeah. And, and they wanted you, they wanted to play you younger, and you said, I can't do that. Like, they wanted you want to lie about your age. Well, well, you know, um... Because everyone so at that time I, seemed like they were, we, were in their we, early
6: 20s. You know? well, when I, absolutely. When yeah. I signed, I was 32. Yeah. They, Capital, after I signed a contract that said I had full con- control over everything, everything, they were like, no, we're going to tell everybody you're 24. Like, <laughs> and I'm like,
8: <laughs> no.
6: You know, and I said it in other words that I can't right. use on the radio. <laughs> But I basically said, "Look, man, I don't need your help to make me look like a jerk." <laughs> I didn't say jerk. And I, I, can do that all on my own. Trust me. Ask any of my ex-wives; they'll tell you. But you know
3: what? You because you hit, and because of that, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems as if because you just started, bam, 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 yeah. almost like you were driven by this this sense of urgency, like a,
6: sobriety, yeah, so- mm. <laughs> sobriety. But Dude. you were, yeah, mm. tearing, tearing out, like out of the
12: gate. Yeah.
6: Well, you know, a lot of people were like, God, you had like overnight success. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, I've been playing in bands since I was 16. We've all been playing in bands since we're like 16. Yeah. You know, there's no overnight success. Mm-hmm. We e- Every band built up and built up and built up to the point that... You know, we're at the right place at the right
0: time. Right, Everco is playing at uh, the Keswick Theater tonight. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, and and Art uh, said we can get three songs this morning. So awesome. oh, let's awesome. chat and play and chat and play if that's cool. Absolutely. All right, what song are we gonna start off we're with? We're gonna start with "I Will Buy a New Life." Out. Outstanding. All right, this is Everclear on MMR.
12: Money that I owe you, yeah, so you could pay the bills. I'll give you some more when I get paid again. Get those people who love to tell you, money is the rule of all the care. They have never been poor, never known the joy of a welfare Christmas. I will I know all about another other guy, a handsome man without letting die. I know all about the time before.
0: Yeah, that 12 string sounds great, man. Thanks, man. Beautiful instrument. Yeah. Our tech, Marcus, what are you pointing at? I don't know
6: what you're pointing <laughs> yeah. at you. Saying, great job. You're great job, man. I'm okay. Right. I'll tell you what, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm 60, dude. I don't have
8: I words. So, Art, I
5: want to ask that your album's 30 years old, uh, yeah. came out in 92, and there's a, there's a track on the album called Pennsylvania Is. Yes. Uh, Can I ask you about that song? Sure.
6: All right. So, what's about that song? (laughs) (laughs) Um, At the time, back in 1992, um, here in Pennsylvania, you guys had was it Bob Casey? Yeah, yeah, Bob Casey. Still here. The guy's dad, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was a Democrat, but he was a he was a pro life Democrat. He was a uh, anti abortion Democrat because he's very Catholic, and the laws here were very, very, very stringent, and that was a big thing that was going on with Operation Rescue and people like the the guy who owns the Detroit Tigers and Domino Pizza that's openly giving money to this the, these people called operation rescue that was bombing abortion clinics Ooh-hoo. all over the place including in Pennsylvania and that's what the song was about
0: there we go yeah. you always uh, you know you always write what you're passionate about uh, and you and you take a lot from your your personal life and that's been very you've, you've been well you know there are some songs like father mine and, and I'll that's buy a new life and these these things are very very open Um Therapeutic, I assume, for a uh, for a songwriter to do things like that.
6: I think so. I think from a point of cathart- catharsis. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I guess you're right. I do it because I just I just find when people write about Dungeons and Dragons and crap <laughs> like that, it's just disingenuous. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about with this. I talk about it. I talk about my kids because being a parent is is one of the
0: you know big things in my life. Have you have you ever written something down and gone okay, that's I've opened up a bit too much here. That might not that might be too much mm-hmm. to present to the public. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I wrote a
6: song called You that um was actually recorded here in Pennsylvania for our last record that we finished called Black Is a New Black. And uh that was a song about uh, me getting raped when i was eight wow i had never talked about it before Mm, okay um and uh but it was time to write a song about it and on my solo record but we've never played it live we're never gonna play it live okay i don't need to i don't need to play that right you know yeah and and on my solo record that i put out in 2019 i did a song uh, at the time that i hadn't talked to anybody about but it was about me having MS, which I was diagnosed with in 2016, but I hadn't. I mean, these you know, friends and family and people I talked to
0: knew about it, but I wasn't public about it until 2019. Did I read correctly that you may? They, they said that you may have had that for much longer uh, before you were diagnosed with it. They think 15 to 20 years? Mm-hmm. No, That's, yeah, because that or seems like a longer.
6: late diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, because the basically what is, is they found? I was in a car accident. Long story short, I was in a car accident in April of 2016. Uh, Brakes just froze up. It wasn't my fault. Hit a parked car that wasn't supposed to be parked there. Um, two weeks later, no one got hurt. Two weeks later, um, I started getting a twitch in my neck. And we were talking about rehab and stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. I called my my uh, orthopedic surgeon, and he's like, "Go get an MRI. I'll find out where it is. I'll give you a petroleum You'll be fine." Well, I walk into his office, his little examination room like I always do, and there's like six guys <laughs> in Oh, man. Wow. Room, that's about as big as behind where you guys are standing there, and they all got like long coats and clipboards, <laughs> and they all just look at me like like that. <clears throat> when I walk in, I'm like, it's <laughs> not good. Be good I yeah. don't know what this is, but this is not good. Have you ever yeah, had yeah. an intervention? Because I know you're sober. I mean,
5: I, I, I would imagine it's got to be kind of like that. You're walking into a room, you're like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, here? You know, when i yeah. got
6: sobered... There wasn't intervention. No. There wasn't rehabs, only if you're rich people. Yeah. yeah. Now, back in 89, that wasn't the thing. It, it hadn't become a cottage industry yet.
5: <laughs> it's it's yeah. funny. Yeah, um, recovery. So mm-hmm. you're you're in recovery, I'm in recovery. I yeah. got a little over 10 years, which my cousin always says it's good Congratulations, start. Congratulations. It's a good start, right? Yeah. Um, but I love talking to old timers and people that were that have been around for a long time and they're like, you know, you guys had like real grit, you know, you didn't have the support system that, that I have. Yeah. Uh, or, or at least that I had early on. So, yeah, it's it's um, they, they pretty amazing.
6: They didn't give us nice drugs for real. They <laughs> gave us battery acid. <laughs> <laughs> we're tough, man. Well, well you... For you, you. Mid- no, I just hit 33 years sober, like last week. It's 33. Good wow, congratulations. Good start.
0: I assume people <laughs> reach out to you for encouragement? All the time. Okay.
6: As a matter of fact, I went back to school, um, college. I started college in the 80s, got my two-year degree, my AA degree, and then it got i i had to make a choice between going to college playing on band working making a living and drinking becoming a blackout drunk and obviously that was way more important than school. <laughs> so at the time i i quit school and then now i went back and i'm um, about a year and a half no about a year away from my psychology degree i've got a full-on life coaching master life coaching three degrees that i got over the last two years and uh Alcohol, drug certifications. So That's phenomenal. I'm going to work with people as a, people who are creatives in the creative industry, you know, writers, musicians, actors, producers, stuff like that. You
3: know, you'd think you'd get a big ding from, from you know, the, the, the diagnosis, finding out, and that, that would put your sobriety to the test. And and kind of uh, yeah yeah a bit. and and, and uh, but but you you overcame that and you're in good you're in good shape
6: you 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 work out a, a fair amount do you not do you I have you,
3: to,
5: yeah
6: yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, we were talking about that earlier I, I do physical therapy I I swim one of the things about <clears throat> excuse me about uh, MS is that you can't get overheated it's not good for you so just running or doing regular kind of cardio is not good for me except for the fact that my body needs it right right so. When we bought our house in 2018, I had to make sure there was either a pool or room for a pool. And I live <laughs> in California, so I built this big ass, <laughs> <laughs> really big. Yeah. My wife is like, really,
8: <laughs> really. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're gonna swim, pool.
6: Yeah. yeah.
12: Yeah.
6: Look, I put the hot tub in there for her. The, ball, yeah. the high you know, a little six inches where yeah. they sit. You know, like yeah. umbrella. Just, but yeah, I got like. You got to do laps. Of, you know, I got. Sixty foot of uh, swim lane, and uh, I do it just about every day. Nice, and, um It's 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 good for me. You know, it's good being. You know, we're we're all in. Yeah, we were all in our fifties until April. <laughs> he just hit fifty. <laughs> oh, so, all right. Yeah, but he's 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 the he's the fresh blood right there.
0: Well, <laughs> speaking speaking of that, before we get another song from you guys, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your bandmates, please? Sure. Um bass,
6: on bass and vocals, he likes. On walks on the beach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> hands. Hang gliding. Hang gliding. <laughs> Hang gliding. While you're playing bass. <laughs> it's Freddie uh, Herrera on um, the guitar. Davey's been with me for kind What? 18. Eighteen. Wow. Wow. So Davey, yeah. Davey French. Yeah. On um, the guitar. And vocals and, and then the kid Back on the drum The kid, <laughs> the kid. <laughs> Fresh blood Sweater as we call him Sweater? Um, yeah. Sweater? That's a long story. How did he earn oh, that? Alright, alright You don't want to go there all You right. to take his shirt off Yeah, take your shirt off
8: <laughs> <laughs> That's Brian Nolan Brian
0: cool. Brian used to play in a band Called American Hi-Fi Back in the day Okay, right. yeah I remember In fact, there's a lot of bands Looking at who all Everybody has played with That I'm, you know I'm seeing uh, Brian, you played with Tracy Bonham as well uh, the Lemonheads, oh, and God, you yeah. guys have been in and out of a, a few different bands throughout the years that uh, you know we're all familiar with, which is uh, which is great. I mean, that every, and you guys all settle in together, so yeah. that's really cool. This incarnation's been around for I think about six, seven years. Okay, all yeah. well, well, like, right. Well, if you don't mind, let's uh, let's hear something else. What would you to play now, Art?
6: How about a really upbeat, fun song about? Um...
0: Rental abandonment. Oh. <laughs> By the way, real quick, you can stream this on YouTube. We are live in the studio right now with Everclear. So here we
12: go. Father mine, tell me where have you been? Just close my eyes, my whole world disappeared. Father mine, tell me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden boy Back before you went away I remember blue skies Walking the block loved it when you hear me high. Man, i love to hear you talk Take me to the movies Take me to the i <laughs>
0: ninety three three WMMY. That the most beautiful thing about that song, and I'm actually getting a little choked up as I'm speaking here, is uh the final verse and and the redemption. Uh you know, it's your story. It's not my story. I don't know why I get so emotional because you can connect. But but it's um you know, I've I've learned from these things. I've I've learned what not to do in life. I've I've taken my this experience, this negative experience, and I'm going to funnel. I'm going to channel that into something positive. It's so beautiful. It's just Thanks, amazing.
6: Man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. I never planned to write that song. I just remember. I mean, who's who's parents here? Who's got kids?
0: A bunch okay. of us yeah.
6: So, you ever watch your kids sleep? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Dreams, right? mm-hmm.
6: Especially when you're poor. I mean, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> but it is just one of those redeeming things where you feel like, hey, I didn't screw this one up. Right. This is pretty cool. Yeah. This is what what's going on here, you know. And you start thinking about what all these implications are. And I remember watching my daughter sleep. Um, she must have been about five or six. Yeah. No, younger. Yeah, four or five, and. I just remember just thinking, how does a man walk away from that? How yeah. do you actually do that? I don't know how you do that. I I wasn't raised like that. I was raised by my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have any bad feelings about my dad. He died a few years ago. Didn't really know him. You know, I mean, had kind of a okay relationship. Tried to get closer to him, but he just wasn't able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raised by my mom, single mom, and after that kind of epiphany. I went in my office um, and she stayed up all night and wrote that song. What, what did your mom think
0: about uh, yeah. the songs like that when she heard them?
6: Um, as long as it wasn't about her.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
6: wrote some songs about my mom. She didn't like those too much. Okay. But, um, but they, were, they were really good. They were just hard. You know, it's funny. Someone asked one of my sisters who I'm not really close to, but asked one of my sisters, um, you know, what's your brother like? Is that real? Did he, like, add a lot of stuff? I and mean, he goes, he, she goes, Arthur was being nice.
8: Oh, yeah.
3: Wow. Yeah. Kind. Wow. It's, uh, you know, your, your ability it's as a songwriter to, to, to things that I may not have experienced in my life but can, can tap through to, and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm not a dad, but I had a dad. And I know, you know, all of those things. And, and uh, just to, the, with the economy of your writing, to get right to the point, uh, there's a great song... Uh, that I've always loved that you've done, uh, Learning How to Smile. Yeah, that's and, one of my favorites. And and, and it's, um, I think you've called out your, your, the, the best song you've ever written. Is that correct? One coming? of them. Yeah, uh, it's up there.
6: That and I think a song called Summerland that was on Sparkling Fade. When also. you're done with the song, when you, when, you're, when you
3: have it the way you want it, do you walk away and, and is it that moment you say, okay, this is in the pantheon
6: or does it become that over time? I think I, I don't know about Pantheon because that's a fancy East Coast word. <laughs> we don't have that on the West Coast, do we? There's no Pantheon. It's, it's
5: not a Pantheon. On the West Coast, that would be a band name. We, we have yeah. Yeah.
6: Pantheon. <laughs> we have Pantry. Yeah, but Somewhere in there, you you threw Pantheon. It's a hair <laughs> metal band. <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> <laughs> We're Pantheon. Yeah. pantheon. <laughs> I'm in a band. Pantheon. <laughs> um, uh, yes, to, to be yes, deep. Yeah. I mean, it's like if it, when I've written songs like "Father of Mine," I knew I had something. Okay, I thought I had something, and I played it for my Anar guy in L.A. And he's this at the time he was like this, you know, forty-five-year-old Brit, very stoic <laughs> guy, and he got all kind of misty behind his glasses. But out, outside, we heard like this noise, and we walked out where the assistant secretaries were sitting, and they were all sitting on. One desk hugging each other, sobbing. Wow, oh. wow. And my AR guy's, he's like, I don't know if it's a single, but it's definitely going on the
8: road. Right <laughs> <laughs> well,
9: when I was in, uh, I won't say what year, but there were two <laughs> albums, two soundtracks that were on rotation in my Disc Man. It was the Empire Records soundtrack and the Romeo and Juliet yeah. soundtrack over and over. And every time I heard Local God, I had to play it at least three or four times. How did that end up on? I mean, Boz Lerman. Did they mm. choose it? Was they, it
6: already written? Did you write it for the movie? Well, I did write it for the movie. Oh. I did, actually. I was in New York City. We were doing the uh, uh, MTV Music Awards that we were on. That Chris Rock was actually hosting back in, mm. I think, 96. No incidents there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't slap him right. <laughs> um, Yeah, He probably would have slapped me back. Uh, but I... Um, remember, they asked me when, when we had just come back from Europe. My family had flown in Florida, my daughter was there, my wife, and we're staying at this fancy hotel. And they had asked me to do the song for this, and they sent me like a, a little bit of the video of the scene they wanted us to be in. And I, uh, I, I'm pretty well versed in Shakespeare. I studied Shakespeare back when I was in college, and you know, and I knew the scene that they were talking about from the original Shakespeare, even though it had guys with tattoos and right. low writers and stuff. John Leguizamo. <laughs> Yeah, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I was um I and I went shopping with my wife and I heard like bass and drums, which in the mid nineties was kind of like the cool thing. And, and I just I kinda dug that loopy kind of feel to it. And I went back to the room, it was the day before the awards, I went back to the room and wrote wrote that song. Yeah. That's, that's wild. Right. Was it yeah.
5: difficult to write?
6: I mean, is it difficult? I mean, it's almost like if
5: being given a, an assignment in school. Yeah, and, you know, here's your theme.
6: Sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm like, uh, I can. I'm either interested or not. Okay. I, I can either do it or I can't. Uh, but I felt like I could on this. And um, incidentally, so. It was on that soundtrack because we were on Capitol, and it was a Capitol soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And we made more money off that one song really? on that soundtrack than we made on Sparkling. Things. No oh. way. That's really? crazy. Because, it's crazy. Because we had that platinum record, we could go in and just you know, kind of hmm. everything to the wall and just negotiate this great thing. We made a lot of money off that. <laughs> but incidentally, we go to Australia later that year, and... We're we're getting ready to play, and the, the head of EMI Australia, the head of the record company, is like, why aren't you playing local guy? And I go, because it's the soundtracks. So. Yeah. 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 He goes, dude, he goes, mate, it's... It's a number one hit here on three different formats. Oh, oh my god. god! You got to play that song. Yeah. So we had to figure. It's out. it's <laughs> funny. We were
3: talking earlier about Kate Bush as uh, running yeah. up that hill has become yeah. a
11: massive
6: hit from uh, Stranger Things. Stranger yeah. Things yeah. decades yeah. later. I've got a fourteen year old. I know. Uh, there you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wanted to ask you quickly about in, in mentioning MTV and the and, and there was the documentary about the '99 Woodstock and uh, and you were there. Thank I god, was there. They
6: didn't mention us. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody they mentioned they just tore apart. Uh But
3: you had a different take on it slightly than, I mean, it it was,
5: it sucked. Oh, it It sucked. I was there. It was, I mean, you saw it. Like, I was there and you could see as a fan on on our end, it's just sort of descending, descending into madness. You could see it like Saturday. You're like, dude, there's something something wrong is happening here
6: the different take you're talking about is like on we're stage. on stage yeah yeah no i i we had 300,000 people singing the words of santa monica it's mm-hmm. got to be one it's um, a city that was just a city. <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good sized city yeah, you know, yeah yeah yeah, right there. yeah. And that makes you think because there was no plumbing, there was no water. Water they were selling water for like eight bucks a bottle. It, it was, was
5: way too expensive, yeah, is what eight it was. To Ten
6: bucks a bottle. Yep. And and some people were buying a lot of it and then selling it for even more. And there was girls getting uh, abuse, oh, abused, raped and uh, under and uh, like doing sexual favors with the crew underneath the the stage to get on stage. Oh. There was all sorts of just horrible things going on. But that hour that we were on stage was transcendent
3: well i love i love how you observed that you said you guys beat a hasty retreat when you found out that the chili peppers were handing out candles Yeah,
0: that was just that was gonna go that was gonna go south. we're like yeah we're done big that's biggest audience you've ever played for i would assume probably wow wow uh, well, the show is tonight at uh, Keswick Theatre. You can get tickets at uh, KeswickTheater.com. we got time for one more. If you guys would uh, indulge, it would be great. You got it. All right, this is Everclear on MMR. Hey, thanks for having us here. Anytime.
6: We, we love coming back. You know that. Um, this is called Santa Monica.
12: I am still living with your... I don't want to be your downtime. time I don't want to be your stupid game With my big black boots and an old suitcase I Do believe I find myself a new place I don't want to
0: Mr. I have to ask because that was that's the song that really launched the band. What was the, what was the kernel of inspiration to to write that song? I was living in Portland. We got our, our uh, we just got signed
6: to Capitol. We were getting ready to go to uh, Seattle to film a video for a song off World of Noise, song called uh, uh, "Fire and Maple Song," and then we were driving from there straight across to. Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin, at Smart Studios, where we recorded this. Uh, we rec- recorded "Sparkle and Fade," and I had been suffering from anxiety, depression for a while. I was clean, but you know, when I got clean, I just started having panic attacks and stuff like that. And when I drove to the beach with my wife and my daughter um, for a few days, it just went away. Mm. All the anxiety went away, and then when I started heading back away from the ocean, uh, it all came back. Hmm. And when I got home, I just, it really, I, I wrote a song about comfort zones because I grew up by the ocean. I grew up in on the west side of LA, Santa Monica, Venice, Culver City. And um, I, uh, I wrote this song and recorded it. And my A&R guy thought it was amazing, thought it was going to be a hit, which he was right. Forced us to make it a little bit longer. That's, a, that's another story. <laughs> but he was right. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, but I uh, ref- I called it Santa Monica. Because that, that's my comfort zone. That's right. where I was from. That's where I grew up. Yeah. And they're like, no, you can't call it that. You don't say
8: Santa Monica. So, you,
6: know, you can watch me call it that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, so, but for radio, the one... The caveat I made was that for radio, you call it Summerland Santa Monica in parentheses, watch the world die, right? Because they're like, No, you need to change that to watch the world die. And the president of Capital was constantly calling me and calling me names <laughs> and, and just like, No, you got to do this. I'm telling you, you got to do this.
0: You're going to ruin your career. I go, Well. Huh? <laughs> why? Well, you, you, you still got to pay me, Ace. <laughs> well, uh, why? Why did you feel so strongly about d- that title? I mean, that's. It seems like a, a little thing as an artist. It might not be. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin named a lot of songs yes. that they didn't have. To this yeah. day, I yeah. still like. Oh, yeah, that's Black Dog, right? Yeah. Right. That's you know. We right. play him all the yeah. time, and we can't name the title. Yeah. <laughs> right?
6: Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: everybody does that.
6: This meant something to me. This wasn't some ambiguous kind of trying to be cool thing. Right. Santa Monica. Was swim out past the breakers, watch the world die. That was the imagery of 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 what I grew up with. You know, you got. I used to do that. I used to go. You know, I was drunk or yeah, yeah. with friends, we'd swim out and we'd we'd be out there in the dark and just like God, I hope the shark doesn't bite me. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you always have to remember that. I always say like and the, there was a
3: series that just wrapped up called The Offer about the making of the original Godfather and they fought Francis Ford Coppola on Al Pacino at every turn. Mm-hmm. He was right. Yeah. So there you go. Sometimes what's in your gut is right. Sometimes, it, yeah. Especially when you're young and hungry yeah.
0: like that, and the fire's in your
6: belly for sure.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. But, yeah. yeah. Well, here we are, 30 years later, and uh, you guys are celebrating uh, the anniversary tour of, uh, or the the anniversary of the album World of Noise. And there's a there's a deluxe edition that's available yeah, just, uh, if people would like to get that for
6: the first time on uh, on digital platforms. It's never been on digital platforms. Oh, that's why. So it's really, yeah. It's remastered. It's got six bonus tracks. Two of them have never been uh, previously released, and um, it's um, it sounds great. Excellent. I, I mean, it's raw. You know, yeah. you sound great, but yeah, you, <laughs> but you can tell if you like the the later stuff. You can tell where it came from when you hear yeah. this. This is the
0: root, root of all of it, for sure. Well, we have some tickets to give away to the show uh, tonight. We'll take uh, we'll take the 15th caller, 215-263-WMMR. Not only Everclear, Everclear but uh, Fastball and the Nixons are going to be playing. That's a fun, fun bill, too. man. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be rock and roll. Uh, tickets, to you, details, WMMR.com. So we'll take that caller now, and we will give you tickets. This has been such a blast. Thank you guys for being here Thanks, this man. morning. Thanks for Thanks. having us. Great to have you here. Everclear, guys. Yeah. Have a great show tonight. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
2: Get the latest on the world's greatest rock and roll band, the Rolling Stones, on WMMR.com. Find out which deep tracks they've been playing on tour, why they had to postpone a few shows, and read our list of the Stones' live albums ranked. Click Rock News on WMMR.com.
1: Let's hit the b file. Ah.
8: Bizarre.
1: WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's.
8: Bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> It is
0: brought to you by Sequoia Outback. You can save on decking, railings, grills, and patio furniture during Sequoia's annual 4th of July sale, which is going on now on Route 309 in Hatfield or DeckSupplies.com. A man is in custody after allegedly breaking into a sheriff's substation, stealing a marked police car responding to a dispatch call, and then crashing the cruiser into the woods. So he sold the car and decided to play cop. He's going to play police officer, so it happened early Monday Now to the fire department. Uh, Deputies (laughs) say Jeremiah Taylor burglarized the Park County Sheriff's substation and stole a marked patrol vehicle. Now all I have to do is become an Indian chief and an astronaut. At 3.27 a.m., the suspect overheard a call in Teller County Broadcast over the police radio system ...and drove to that car. Okay. Uh, deputies were made aware of the situation. They saw the vehicle. They headed towards him. Or it was headed towards them. They ordered the vehicle to stop, but Taylor drove away at a high speed. Roughly two hours later, the vehicle was seen, and deputies uh, began to pursue Taylor. And during the chase, he was driving more than 100 miles an hour. Uh, so He I was in think a hot pursuit. He wouldn't want to yeah. help the police yeah. out at all. And uh, the vehicle crashed, and Taylor ran from the vehicle. Deputies located him in the woods where he had a knife and was not complying with commands. Uh, During the confrontation, uh, deputies hit him with a taser. At least one shot was fired by a deputy. No deputies were hurt. Taylor was taken to the hospital with self-inflicted knife wounds. Uh, he now faces eight charges related to this incident and is being investigated uh, for several other cl- crimes committed in the area shortly before he stole the police vehicle. Here's something that's outlandish, and you have to believe drugs were involved in some level. I would think yeah. so. Uh, Kathy had the story in the news earlier this morning, but I'm going to repeat this. A 24-year-old woman allegedly being held hostage by a man she met online was saved after using Grubhub to alert a nearby cafe to call the police. Uh, The Chipper Truck Cafe in Yonkers, New York, revealed that they received an early morning order with an an added note that was pleading for help. Uh, Sharing a photo of the note to Facebook, the establishment revealed that it read, please call the police. Uh, He's going to call me when you delivered. Come with the cones. Please don't make it obvious. Mm -hmm. Uh, So on Facebook, the restaurant wrote, our staff responded immediately called the police, and she got saved. Uh, They said, I've often heard of this happening, but never thought that it would happen to us. Thankfully, we were open and able to help her. A big thank you to the police for the fast response. Uh, The workers who received the order quickly called the business owners who told them to call the cops. According to police, the deliveries for a 24-year-old woman It was being held by a 32-year-old man that she met online. After meeting for the first time in person, the encounter turned violent. He allegedly sexually assaulted her. Jeez. And police say the suspect, uh, Kimoy Royal, uh, allowed her to use a phone to order food, placing the order at 5 a.m. for a breakfast sandwich and hamburger. Uh, When he opened the door for the food, it was the police instead. Royal was charged with rape, unlawful imprisonment, strangulation, criminal sex act, and sexual abuse. Uh, He was also charged with the attempted sexual assault of another woman who was able to get away on June 14th. Uh, The owners of the restaurant learned about his arrest after one of the victim's friends reached out. So they could have very well saved that woman's life. New York City Mayor Eric Adams waved a checkered flag to start the bulldozing event where 100 dirt bikes and ATVs were crushed. It's pretty wild to watch this. Yeah, the 100 bulldozed dirt bikes and ATVs were part of the 2,000 illegal vehicles already impounded by the NYPD this year, an 88% increase from last year. So, like here... Like here, yeah. They're driving them around in the streets, you know, big groups, and not obeying traffic laws, and they're not supposed to be on the road anyway. They're made for off-road. Uh, so, Adam said that they will be crushed today so that they can never terrorize our city again. Again, Each and every one of them, they will be turned into scrap metal and eventually recycled. Uh, The motorbikes are destroyed rather than resold or donated in order to prevent them from returning to our streets and not allow them to operate again. Uh, Dirt bikes and ATVs made for uh, charging down unpaved roads are not legal on New York City streets. So it was kind of just a demonstration that they were doing. But it's pretty wild to watch them crush these
3: As I watched it, I realized how much I want a bulldozer. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is sad news. It was a pet rescue attempt that went all wrong. On Sunday, police say 40-year-old Dimitri Alexei drowned while trying to save his parrot, uh. which had flown into the retention pond behind his apartment building. Oh, man. Police say no foul play was is, is suspected, but it's unclear how the parrot, which did survive, ended up in the pond with Alexi trying to save it. His friend said hey, that uh, uh, he worked as an electrical lineman, he says, Alexi had worked a long shift before the incident and says that he may have been dehydrated. Uh, the tragedy underscores the danger of wading into retention ponds that are common at apartment complexes and gated communities all over South Florida.
1: Boy, is there something we can do?
0: Uh, <laughs> it's the eagle from yesterday. Oh, so, uh, Jay Sanford, just- who is the senior program coordinator for Swim Central, which is a drowning prevention program, said the bottom of the retention ponds, yeah. he said, they are muck and you will sink into oh. them. You don't know how deep they are or what's on the bottom. It's dark water. If you find yourself with a pet or child in the pond, uh, they said just try to get them back to shore while you are on a steady platform and call 911. That's so sad. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that's it. That's a shorter, bizarre file, but we're going to have to wrap it right there, which is exactly what we are doing. We're going to come back in a moment. When we return, we'll see if you've been paying attention because we'll ask a question about today's program in the lesson question form as well as get to our trash and music news. So stay with us back in a moment.
4: If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com.
10: Well, it's finally
7: time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
4: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Uh, it is just about 1030 on uh, this Thursday morning. A uh, little bit of rain that we're dealing with. It's going to be some passing showers that uh, happen until around, uh, I don't know, three, four, five o'clock, something like that, depending on where you are. There's kind of spotty. Uh, and cooler today, high 72. But tomorrow we start um, our summer weekend.
3: Heading on a, a, a good trajectory for the weekend.
0: Summer Fridays. Summer Fridays. <laughs> yeah. which, which Bill wanted to make sure I knew about uh, is a thing. And so the 85 and partly cloudy tomorrow. Yes. And then uh, 91 on Saturday in sunshine <laughs> and sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> and. And 90 and partly cloudy on Sunday, so it's a good-looking summertime weekend. Um, We do have a lesson question to pose to you, friend. A pair of tickets to see To Kill a Mockingbird, the Academy of Music. It's not... Yeah! Oh, Mockingbird. Mockingbird. July 13th.
9: Please make this never end.
0: At 7.30. And the question that I will ask you is who will be covering Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill in Stranger Things season finale? It's not the person you said, Casey. No, not it? Meg no. Myers. Not Meg Myers. Not Meg Myers. Someone completely different, a head of state you would never guess, Yeah. Right? Who not will, Meg Myers. Who will be covering Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill in Stranger Things season finale? Call if you know the answer, if you heard it, and we will do the trash while you're calling in. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: All right, brought to you this morning by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. You can protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Preston and Steve, listeners, you get 15% off when you mention our show. Just go to drytechcorp.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, producer Brooklyn
3: Bagwell describing the exact kind of people they want for the new season of 90 Day Fiance. Bagwell says they must be truly romantic in their hearts and oxygen-deprived in their brains.
10: <laughs> oh, my God. Fans
3: of Hulu's Kardashians series are furious because it appears they baked a scene for the season finale Viewers immediately became suspicious when the Kardashians appeared sincere and intelligent. (laughs) Chris Brown speaking out in response to people constantly comparing him to Michael Jackson. Brown says if they're talking talent, he's flattered, but less so if they're addressing
0: showing boys your butthole. Oh,
8: my God. You're
0: number seven. Uh, Wow. All right. Let's see if we can. See if we can get an answer to the lesson question. Who will be covering Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill in, stra- in the Stranger Things season finale? 215 263 wm the number. And I will go to Sean. Hey, Sean.
8: Mark. Yeah! yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah! Thank you for that, Sean. All right, uh, who's going to be covering Running Up That Hill? That
12: would
8: be
0: President Bush. President Bush, yes. <laughs> Hold on a moment, Sean. <laughs> Got yourself pair tickets to uh, see To Kill a Mock. Yeah.
8: Yeah.
0: Ingbird at the Academy of Music on July 13th at 7 30 p.m. And the show runs from July 12th through July 24th. Get tickets at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. Now,
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 3 WMMR. Yeah.
0: Uh, It's brought to you by Everfresh Juices and juice Drinks. There's an Everfresh juice for every occasion with over 40 flavors to choose from, including their premier apple juice line with your favorite apple to eat. Uh, Now available in a bottle to drink. Weezer is Broadway bound. What? Uh, The band will have a five-show residency at the Broadway Theater this September in support of their Sins Project, their collection of four EPs. It's not Sins, it's Seasons. Sorry. Uh, matching each season. Uh, The residency will kick off on September 13th with songs from the spring album. Subsequent nights will feature summer, autumn, winter, and will conclude with the season's encore on September 18th. So it's not a Broadway show, it's just a concert that they're playing on Broadway. Interesting. uh, And it's a residency, so it's going to be five of them. Uh, Tickets go on sale tomorrow for that. by the way. Former Evanescence guitarist Jen Majura Says that she thought, uh, uh, they thought the recent, or wait a minute. Is it Jen? She? This says that she thought his recent dismissal from the band was initially a joke. Now, I don't know a whole lot about Evanescence. I'm just a simple man. So I want to see if we have this correct. Yeah, I think it's a her, isn't it? Yes, her. All right, I want to make sure I I get her gender correct. So, anyhow. Ah, hell. uh, She thought it was initially a joke. She said, first of all, I was like, is this a bad joke? And I remember after I got the news, I hung up and I had this halfway in between my studio and living room. I just laid there, or this hallway, I'm sorry. I just laid there on the floor, <laughs> staring at the ceiling, wondering what was and, and uh, what that was. And literally looking over to my suitcase that I have already started packing because it was two weeks. We were going to go out on the road until pretty much the end of the year. So she
3: was completely caught out of left field, as they say. Mm -hmm. Uh, The original release,
0: I guess, the press release seemed to indicate that it was, okay, we're going to go our separate ways. It kind of did. But it was not that that at all, was it? Yep. When asked about how she felt about leaving the band, she said, I believe, honestly, that's like, what, three weeks now? And I am, since I got the news, and I'm still in this blurry, oblivious momentum, I guess. Thing sucks. I guess I'm still in shock, she said, kind of because, you know, after being married six years, all of a sudden you're divorced. Uh, she said, I'm hurt, and I'm still in this blurry confusion of what just happened. Uh, she revealed that she received some big offers from other bands, but would like to consider them uh, just now, not yet. That is kind of weird. Yeah. So was
3: there, I, I'm not that familiar with the inner workings of the band and if no. there was any issue prior to this.
0: Nah, I don't know anything. No? no. So... Um, mm-hmm. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe he knows. I don't know. The one it's guy like, who can't tell us is the
3: one guy who knows.
0: Yeah, he's laughing about
3: it. But he makes his ears twirl.
0: Uh, Ozzy Osborne has posted a teaser online for his new single, Patient Number 9, which features Jeff Beck ah. and drops on Friday. It was reported uh, legendary artist and comic book creator Todd McFarlane is also tagged in the post, suggesting that McFarlane animated the song's accompanying music video. Uh, There's been no word on the still unnamed album's release date, although it is expected to be released in September. And one final thing. Uh, Paul McCartney's album closing medley to the Beatles' 1969 swan song, Abbey Road, has been voted his best song. Uh, Really? Well, the new list was tallied by Variety's editors in celebration of uh, Paul's recent 80th birthday. And it features nine out of the top ten songs coming from his Beatle years, but only two of them. Being hit singles, uh, the list is as follows. Number one, they have Golden Slumber's Carry That weight. at the End as his greatest song. It is a masterpiece. It's unbelievable. Uh, number two is Yesterday, which is considered one of the most recorded songs in history. Right. Uh, then you have Helter Skelter, Maybe I'm Amazed, which is a song I just love. It's a fantastic song, especially it's, the live version. And lyrically, it's just beautiful. It's wonderful. And then simply having a wonderful Christmas time? No, that's
3: bing, a little further bing, bing, down the list. Bing,
7: bing, 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 bing.
0: Uh, then you have Here, There, and Everywhere, Blackbird, I'm Looking Through You, Oh, Darling, I'm Down, and For No One. And they're all amazing songs, as you might imagine. Yeah.
8: <laughs> and that was number this, work.
0: this was number 11. I remember going to John and saying, can we have a song that goes boing, 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 boing. Hey, uh, do me a favor, uh, Casey. There's a clip we didn't get a chance to play a few days ago. It's Sean Lennon uh, for Macca's birthday, and he sings Here, There, and Everywhere. Yeah. Beautiful song. It's, and Sean sounds fantastic. He does. It, chip off the old block. Absolutely. No, this is beautiful. Listen to this.
12: To lead a better life, I need my love to be here. My love- Whoa. Yeah. Okay. He.
8: Making each day of the year,
12: changing my life with a wave of a hand. Nobody can deny that there's something there.
0: She's eminent a, a guitar, sitting there singing.
8: Yeah.
12: It's great. Running my
3: I thought that was great. It's beautiful and such a nice gesture. Yeah. And um, uh, he says, it was an Instagram post, and he says it was a little wobbly because he was tearing up. Oh,
8: yeah.
0: man. I almost, I was going to, when we were, Rochelle and I were getting married and we were trying yeah. to choose our our song our first dance song i i thought about that one i thought it hit all the right notes beautiful um you went but, with boogie wonderland instead no i didn't but that's more of, that's just more of a of, of a man's perspective yeah. of of a woman and i thought i wanted something that was that was coming both, from both sides right. and so we we no we settled with boogie wonderland <laughs> wait uh, i wasn't doing boogie wonderland
5: boogie wonderland yeah yeah
0: hey what were you what
5: uh, mine, I think my my mine might have been uh, Badia, whatever uh, the song that is. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, do, do
0: you, you remember September? September. Yeah. yeah, no, that's every, that now. I'm sure that did get played yeah. at our wedding because it's played at every wedding sure. reception ever. Yeah. And why wouldn't it be? Because because it's awesome. Uh huh. But who's um, was almost this. Yeah.
5: For some reason, whenever I hear this song, I think there's a scene yeah. in Black Sheep.
8: Yeah. You know? okay. The Black Sheep?
5: The Black Sheep. So there's a scene in Black Sheep where they're at like a fundraiser for this uh, this lady running for office. Oh, right, 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 yes. And this song comes on, and so she kind of like <laughs> dance walks through the dance floor. And that's what I think of whenever I hear okay. that song.
0: It's a great song. You know what it's about? I need me some disco. What? I don't know. <laughs> oh no. It's uh, uh, Wonderland. The Wonderland yeah. where people boogie, I guess. So <laughs> every now and then I will put on some disco and just geek out on that for a little bit. It's about Sherman's
3: it. March through Atlanta. I thought so. <laughs> I,
9: that. I have a new theory of why I don't like disco that much. Okay. I think it's because when I was like... A, What's the old theory? Well, a new, <laughs> it, it just, I just recently <laughs> pondered it, Steve, because okay. you guys love disco so much, and it doesn't hit me, and I think it's because when I was in grade school at like an eighth grade dance at St. Dennis, the DJs who were playing music, like disco was their thing, so okay. they were forcing it on us, Okay. and we didn't really know it as much, and like, I hated every song and every dance ending with last dance it's the worst oh my sl- god but i know but like it's it's, right. a, it's finally the time you're talking to that boy or the boy came up to you and you want a slow song yeah. and then you only get like 45 seconds of and slow song, and then it a, turns into a party yep, that <laughs> happened to
0: me yeah. at, at uh at summer camp at 4-h camp that i went to <laughs> i was gonna go ask her to dance and then it, then it turned into a dance damn song. it but I tell you the thing I love about it is it's just carefree nature. It's just whatever. We're just gonna have a good time. Yeah. Nothing else beyond that, pretty much. So I kiss you. <laughs> kiss
9: you <back. laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. But
9: why does it take all night for you to tell me that?
0: Because <sighs> I was a pussy. That's yeah. What? The guys, it's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. All right. Anyway, uh, we gotta take a break. We're gonna we come do. back in a second. We're gonna wrap things up later today, Word of the Week Prize, Pierre Robert. What yeah. more do you want, people? We'll
4: be right back. Preston and Steve, their name is their address. Uh, on on the web, PrestonandSteve.com.
9: HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD too, the MMR archives channel.
8: Everything that rocks never sounded so good.
4: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thursday morning, of which uh,
0: rain seems to be the order of the day for now. It's going to taper off later on today, but expecting some showers. High about 72, so much cooler. Tomorrow, 85 and partly cloudy. Saturday and Sunday, full-on summer blast. 91 degrees, pretty much both days, and uh, not seeing any rain, so that should uh, work in, hopefully, to your weekend plans. And, And as
3: I was looking... Uh, it looks like uh, low humidity, so it's just going to be a classic oh, summer day.
5: Great. That, that would be, be wonderful,
3: wonderful it's days. Dinner
5: on,
9: it's dinner on Blanca, Atlantic City this weekend. Oh, oh great. Okay. Yeah. On
3: Saturday? Yep. Okay. I got to get my stuff together
0: so I cannot go.
3: You, yeah, you should borrow
9: my uh, white dress, Steve.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I would like to thank our guests. Ron Funches. Yay! Yay! it at Punchline tonight, only 7.30, so he made some time to uh, come by and uh, say hello, and it was uh, great chatting with him. Uh, and then we had a fantastic interview and performance from Everclear. Yay! Art Alexakis, Davey French, Freddie Herr- Herrera, and Brian Nolan are all performing tonight at the Keswick Theater. Uh, along with the bands uh, Fastball and the Nixon's, and you can get tickets at uh, go through wmmr. dot com and uh, click on the link. Please. Go see them, you know you want them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were great. Just a
10: real cool, open conversation that we had this morning. So Pierre Robert is here. Hey man, they sounded uh, great on the radio too, on the receiving end of it. Uh, really sounded very oh, cool. Clear. cool. Really yeah. nice sound. So uh, I, don't I don't know, know who that. was mixing it, Rodney or yeah, uh, whoever. Team. Yeah, Rodney, yeah. Rob, Don. Yeah, they know, Peter, yeah, uh, Coco, Mickey, Jimmy, G- and uh Susanna. Uh, <laughs> don't she don't you cry for don't. me. Don't uh-huh. you dare cry for me, Susanna. She's our newest engineer. <laughs> Smoking. Um <laughs> it's total smoke show, right? It's a smoke stack, man. Um us give you a total smokestack. <laughs> Dude, you're a smokestack. I mean, ma'am, you're a smokestack. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway. Um Everclear. Everclear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they sounded great. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Nice. What's up on the show today? Oh, we need to
0: do
1: the
8: letter.
10: Yes, Steve
1: on WMMR. Now, the daily letter.
0: The President and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter S as in Sam. (laughs) All right, and we have one more to go. We give away tomorrow $500 from the Bagster. The Bagster. Uh, Mm. The Bagster is by Mm. far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. You go buy it at any home improvement store, fill it, and simply schedule your collection, and it is gone. You can clean it up with the Bagster dumpster in a bag. Uh, Now I can ask the question. What's up on the show
10: today? Uh, We will do a block of Shinedown, a block of the Doobie Brothers, who are also (sighs) in town tonight over at the FM Center, newly renamed uh, in honor of frequency modulation, Hmm. Uh, and that is uh, over in Camden. Uh, Doobie Brothers will play there tonight. Uh, We will play a block of Philly uh, music uh, in honor of David Asikinen of the Hooters, uh, who will play Within the Pocket at the Upper Marion Concert Under the Stars on Saturday? And also a block. Did I say Shine Down? Yeah, Shine uh, Down, no. uh, Doobie Brothers, and uh, Philly Bands. Yeah, I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. I know you never listen to
3: me. <laughs> That's the first sign that you uh, should you should talk. Compass I know, therapy we, might need, be,
0: you know we, we do. We do yeah. need to. We're not communicating yeah. clearly. And We're part not. of it is, is that I'm not listening. And I'm.
10: I'm you need I'm, to be invested. You never listen. I cook. I cook. I clean. And what there do you, you do? You come in and with your goddamn hunting rifle and clean it and your effing fishing stuff and stink up the house. Wow. And what do you ever do for me? Do you ever bring me flowers? No, I mean, you don't bring me what flowers the fuck anymore. Is he talking about <laughs> I would give good money to see you cook. No you would not. <laughs> just to see. It. I don't I want to taste it. I used to have breakfast at my house which I cooked. Was anyone there? Yes. Okay. I so would have brunches. You would I, do full brunches? I, you've made me omelets before. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was well, nice cooking. Yeah, you're a good uh, omelet cooker. Yeah. So
9: you're, <laughs> you're a great martini mixer.
10: Oh. Thank you. Yeah, make a drink oh, and an you. omelet. What do you? What else? What do you more want? do you need? Yeah,
8: exactly. <laughs> I just want a Who could ask for, for anything more? A yeah, martini and exactly. an
0: omelet, and I'm good. That's right, Chili. You need.
8: <laughs> all
0: right, I got to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today <laughs> by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Acme, official grocery store. The Preston and Steve Show also brought to you by Dungan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and by Polar Seltzer, the official seltzer. No, uh, but they are a fine sponsor. But they, they, they are. are. Uh, polar seltzer. Why be flat when you can sparkle? True. <laughs> <Sparkle. laughs> All right. Tomorrow on our program, we are heading out of the studio, as is Mr. Robert. The I Bleed for Presidency blood drive is taking place. And we'll be at the uh, Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. It is not an event where we invite you to come by and everybody hang out and uh, watch us do the show. You had to have signed up to be a part of the blood drive. That's part of it, yes. And if you are there, stop by, say hello. We'll be doing our program. If we don't get to talk to you... Uh, we apologize now, but we will be doing a radio program. Yes, uh, but nonetheless, we are looking forward to seeing you there. And while we're there, we'll talk to Brett Michaels of Poison because the big uh, stadium tour is coming in town. So that's it; we're done. Rage on. have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, Fred. Bye bye. President Steve on
8: ninety
1: three WMMR.
0: Our uh, sand has gotta go. No sand, bro. It's Friday.